Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Oh, that one. That one. And pow, we are live. Welcome to High on Homegrown, everybody. Hello. Hello. This podcast. We made it on time. Hello. How's it going? Man, I know you all sit there in the chat and you hear that music come and you're like, yeah, yeah, the music. But when that music comes, it's like, I don't know, man, I'm really anxious for the next time. (laughs) Please stream. Don't crash. Please, internet, stay alive. (laughs) Last five minutes is going, yeah, it's going to be starting soon. We're going to be live soon. We're going to be done. (laughs) This is nothing like it used to be. No, Mackie, we've still got three minutes left. Fucking bollocks, man. I've started early. Shit. Oh, oh shit! That's, no. that's what I was gonna say. You think things would have calmed down a bit when he got the fucking hench? <laughs> no, it, it did really. I mean, yeah. we haven't heard any belly aching now. Yeah, at, le- at least I'm not stressed. At least it's only anxiety now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, ZN? You good? Well, hold on. Yeah, Sorry. Man. Yeah, I am Mackie from PersonalGrowRoom.com. That's me. I usually forget, but I remembered this week. Nice. <laughs> ZN, how you doing, man? I'm all good. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sunday Show. Hope you enjoy. Yes, man. Monkey, you say you want to say hi? Hey, how's it going, guys? You know, I always assume that everybody knows who we are, but I guess we really sometimes should give a real proper introduction. I'm a, I'm a cocoa grower from the southeast U.S. You find me at Percy's Grow Room under the handle Monkey Do. Uh, unfortunately, down here where I am right now, the temple grower has sent us down this polar express of this Canadian mess that's turning everything into an ice. It's your own fault, Monkey. You said a couple of weeks ago on the show, and you can all hear it, a couple of weeks ago, right, we, was okay. like, we was like, we'll send you some of this snow. And you was like, oh, it'll be married by the time it gets here. <laughs> what now, well, Monkey? It Would it be not mounted now, Monkey? Huh? <laughs> we'll find out we, there is a, a prediction of some snow coming. But the worst part of it to me is the ice, because I mean, we're at, we're at that, that point in, in the, you know, of the world where it's snow's not as an issue. It's, it's when the rain melts and uh, rain hits everything, freezes everything, breaks our power lines, mm. breaks our trees, everything. Yeah. That's what we really don't want happening. So, TG, what are you saying, man? You want to say hi? Why, oh, hello. Okay, who's, going? <laughs> who's going? Who's going? So, GB, you want to go first then? Yes. You go, JB, you greedy person. I will go, TG. I will. How's it going, folks? It's Jeep. As here, as usual, on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. TG, freezing up there in the far north, Arctic yeah, Circle. Man. My door was fucked this morning. It, it, it shifted. My house shifted, so I couldn't even open the goddamn thing. There's ice. Oh, it's, it was minus 40-something this morning. Oh. I'm Temple Grower, by wow. the way. <laughs> I'm in Canada. Yeah. I, in I think everybody guessed that. Minus fucking 45. Oh. It's fucking cold. We have a polar vortex. So like, like the jet stream, I think, like Monkey was saying, it must be dipping all the way down to down Mexico right now. It is, man. Because, uh, terrible. Holy lick, she is. It's supposed to be warm <laughs> next week, but man, is it cold. I'm a soil grower. I grow in my basement that's not insulated, and I check the wall temperature, and it's six degrees Celsius. <laughs> so the heaters are working pretty friggin' good, I will say, because uh, my plants haven't died yet. But my God, it's, uh, pretty intense. But uh, yeah, nice colors, cold, nice colors. Well, yes. you know, I'm I'm pretty impressed. If you can grow weed in that kind mm-hmm. of cold, man, mm-hmm. you're good. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm not growing no t- tropical sativas. We'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> A... Do you think they're messing with the weather from Richard there? That is a nice subject for um, Tangent 420 at one point. We can do Ooh, what's it called? The harp, is it? The harp yeah. weapon? Harp. 
yeah yeah we'll do is harp real that sounds good but for this show uh we have got we've got an interview with tony bevington who's uh he's from the uk he's 80 years old and he suffers with kidney problems so he used uses still uses cannabis for medicine but he used to grow his own but he got busted for growing and even though he's 80 years old they they said if they catch him again he'll be going to prison for two years you know, 80-year-old man, danger to society because he wants to inhale a certain herb. Absolute mm. joke. We'll get to hear about that later on. And then uh, Grow Guides, we've got spider mites. So we're going to cover how to kill them, how to identify if you have them, how to keep them out of the grow tent in the first place. And then for Tangent 420, we're going to talk about the zombie apocalypse. Is it coming? And how would you survive? Yes. GB, what are you saying, mate? Sorry. Uh, you're on that bunk again, aren't you? I've got a second ever. I've got a has crashed, Maggie. No, he's still going on my side here. Oh, here you go. It's gone on my fucking side. Are you all good? Everybody good? Oh, no, it's back. Sorry, it was only on my side. Apologies. God damn, man. I told you about this anxiety. Then you do shit like that. What? Oh, you just gave me an idea. We're going to mess with Maggie. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've got to take this shit. <laughs> a new section for the show. So, that's the introduction, everybody. And uh, we're all good and high. I hope you're all good and high as well. If not, make sure you roll something and Rolling. get good and high. And let's move yes. on to the cannabis news. So, what we're saying about the news this week, then, lads? Monkey, you got some news for us? You want to go first? Yeah, sure. No problem. Um, this week, I was reading through it, and I, and I came across an article that has to do with one of our states called Kansas. I don't know. Of course, all Americans know, know what Kansas is, but it's in the center of our country, and it's a neighboring state to Colorado, and that's, that's kind of why I thought it was pretty cool. Colorado's one of the more progressive early adopters of cannabis <laughs> and actually doing a lot of good work right now in decriminalization, decriminalizing other uh, medicines as well. And unfortunately, Kansas is, is like so far behind uh, the entire state of Colorado in this way, because Kansas doesn't even have medical marijuana. It's completely, everything's illegal there. So this new 20-year-old Kansas lawmaker, his name is Aaron Coleman, has introduced a bill to, in one fell swoop, he wants to legalize or all possession of all drugs. He's like, no, this, you shouldn't go to jail anymore for having drugs, period. He's, he's, uh, he's adopting the philosophy that this is not a criminal problem, it is a mental health problem. And so he mm-hmm. wants to decriminalize possession. Now he's not saying, uh, you know, the sky's the limit. He basically says if you know, possession should be treated like a, like a speeding ticket, give you a hundred dollar fine and a warning. And if you do it again, well, you get, you get a little bit more, but he still wants to, to make sure that production uh, sale, the, the entire business side of the drugs is still going to be illegal. So my question is, it's a great thing. He wants to go all at one time instead of, and, you know, rip the whole bandaid off at once. Let's legalize everything. But if it's not legal to sell it, you still got the problem of bad medicine on the street. Mm-hmm. So good, good try. But I think it's, it's a, an attempt that's probably going to fall short strict, strictly because of that. It's your uh, distribution, production, transportation, all that stuff is still illegal. But I don't believe that he's conquered the issue of, of safety, medicine safety. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you're still, you're still going to be, yeah, you might as well go ahead and send everything up there to Dana and let him test it before you use any of that stuff, because it's, it's not going to be quality stuff. So anyway, that's what I had. I just thought it was kind of interesting here. It's uh it's a good step forward, but yeah, man, it's a tiny step uh, forward, but the people in Kansas need to step up and, you know, push and be like, this isn't good enough. We need more. Well, yeah, well, at least really... maybe it'll put some ideas in people's heads and make, you know, there'll be uh, better ideas come forward now that it's a conversation rather than. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You at can't always count on yeah. these things passing on the first time around, but you're right, TG, until somebody opens up the conversation and people actually start saying what's on their mind, you know, nothing's ever going to happen. So. Uh, bravo for at least standing up and getting this conversation started, Mr. Coleman. It's getting there. It's very cool. What are you saying, TG? Oh, you know, the typical. I always try to find positive stuff in Canada related, but usually but those you're just things, drawn to the negative. You know, well, <laughs> it's, it's honestly kind of an oxymoron, it seems like. I mean, at least from my cynical perspective. So, grain of salt always, but this will piss some people off, I'm sure. So, uh, the headline of this article is Health Canada, which is our kind of governing body of the cannabis scene and regulations and whatnot. Health Canada declines to fine cannabis companies for violations, opting for other penalties. So Canada's top cannabis regulator chose not to fine the companies can trust and bonify medical cannabis despite significant violations of the rules governing the country's marijuana industry, including illegal cultivation and sale. And they actually not have not issued any fines or anything. They suspended their license for, I think, a year and sent out some letters and things like this. Um, but uh, the violations that they actually were uh, accused and proven of, of, of uh, having done, Can Trust actually grew uh, 12,500 kilos of illegal cannabis that uh, they hadn't actually told health Canada. they weren't they weren't cleared to grow this cannabis right so effectively it was uh, illicitly uh, produced so they, they actually hung up a really big fake curtain and didn't or something like this it was it's a crazy <laughs> story should definitely it's worth a google if anybody's interested bonify actually bought 200 kilos of illegal cannabis from the black market and then passed it off as their legal cannabis no in the way. legal market and it was sold in saskatchewan where i'm from here actually. not good so not cool at all the uh health canada didn't give them they, nobody paid a dollar nobody went to jail nobody got any sort of really repercussions no other way. than having their licenses suspended for said year or whatever it might have been but tg um, was whereas, that was that black market we tested and, and qualified as safe before they sold it i don't believe so uh in oh the story yeah that's the it was a recall here because of pesticide issues i, right, I think right. and then that uh that led to the uh, the uh, finding out actually where it came from in the first yeah. place. That's shocking. So, that is, man. That, that is. is but yeah, <laughs> at the same time, we still have people here that are being arrested for having, you know, I, I, in plans. Winnipeg, seventy-one grams or something like this. A guy was put into prison for, for as allegedly he was going to traffic it because it was more than the thirty grams you're allowed to have on your person right. in public. Damn. And these motherfuckers are, are growing twelve thousand keys. And not getting hit with anything like holy fuck it's, it's the typical standard, fucking man. yeah yeah it's, it's standard isn't it corporate cronyism and yeah you know mm -hmm. all that shit at its finest but i mean legalization you know <laughs> well you it. know I, de I defend everybody's right to grow your own and spray whatever you want on it if you're going to smoke it but if i'm going to go to a store and buy that weed and it hadn't been tested i got a big problem well for sure but i mean 
I'd like to grow 12,000 kilos too and get away with it. But what would, you do, that. what would you do with 12,000 kilos? Man? Well, like I said, you know, it's, but the point, the point I'm making though is like, why shouldn't yeah. I be able to then? Why these fuckers can? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. they don't get yeah, for sure. it. It's crazy. And uh, yeah, they got letters, they seized some products, and the license was suspended. It's like, who fuckity who? Hmm. Nobody's going to go to prison for growing that amount of weed. Yeah. That's no. a lot of holes. Not, not if you're in the legal market. If you're illegal, then yes, definitely. But, oh, fast, man. What are you anyway. saying, GB? Oh, um, I have some quite a positive news, you could say. Well, I okay. think it's positive. Um, it, it, there was a European study came out during the week saying um, Ireland, out of all of the countries, out of all of the 26, is it now? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think the UK might have even been included in this because it was from uh, two thousand. It was a two thousand and twenty finding, from what I gather. But it showed that Ireland has the highest um, percentage of cannabis use per head of population in Europe. Sweet. So we are smoking the most amount of ganji under some of the (laughs) harshest, strictest (laughs) fucking laws. Where you smoke, oh, GB? I'm not surprised Ireland wins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I've, I've fucking, I've, we have plenty of my countrymen are the very same. Uh, yeah. no, but it's not even, it's when you look at this serious, serious fucking seizures and shit that's been going on. Like, I have been looking at ones, lads, in the, in the last week, or in the last two weeks, I reckon there has been approximately... 17 to 19 million euros worth of cannabis seized. That's just from what I can find online. That's not even like just the small guys that are like one or two or three ounces. These are big, big seizures. How much is coming in the country if they're seizing that much and you all can still smoke more than anybody else. So there's a lot (laughs) of coming in. Yeah, so like it, it just goes to show like there needs to be legalization there needs to be decriminalization it's not even legalization just fucking decriminalize the shit well we have to learn from the mistakes of other places and other countries like i we use we use canada as a model and i don't think it should really be used as a model and i know the the powers at b that's over here now are trying not to use it as a model because it is a flawed model as our good tg points out to us Mm -hmm. constantly that many times Um, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully it is going to be a good sign because if it shows that, that there is so many of us using it, well, they might actually there's going to it's nearly twenty percent of the population. Like they're going to have to get a grip, you know, get a grip, get a fucking over. It's like false prohibition. You know, look up the actual facts of where prohibition came from in every country, mm-hmm. and then they can actually put their judgment on it and allow themselves to be called racist. Then if that's what they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, be like that reporter that did the, yeah. the expose in the House of Commons and went round and like did a swab of all the toilets and found cocaine on most of them. Yeah, they're all hypocritical they, bastards, man. Yeah, you know? they've done the same thing in over here. I was telling you about it the way they fed the, and it was like the fucking best, purest fucking flake. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it was found on the fucking toilets in, yep. in the subsidized bar. As well, don't we? Yeah. Key bastards. <laughs> Subsidized. Cheap bar. beer too. Bastards. Yeah. I can bet that goes on the expenses as well. 
Oh, I'd say most likely, man. Mm. Yeah, fuckers. Yeah, man. So, well, not, not all politicians are like that either. No, obviously. Say. Some of them are actually good, and some of them do fight a good fight. But um, they still smoke weed. Yeah. <laughs> the good ones and are the will, ones smoking weed. <laughs> we, will, um, we will be talking, I won't name any names, but we will be talking to a very interesting politician in the coming weeks. That's right. That's true. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Ooh. Ooh. Just a we'll tell you more oh, when yes. the interview is in the bag and it's I had, recorded. Um, sorry, I had another little quick piece of news. Sweet. Uh, it's um, also to do with Europe, and it's reckons the cannabis market in Europe at the minute is estimated to be three thousand four hundred and ninety-eight million dollars U.S. dollars. What? Yeah, that they number didn't make three thousand million. 3,498 3 million. million. 3, yeah, 3,000 3, million. Billion. Is, is that billion? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, it's a billion, billion but it's a, just a stupid way of saying it. I don't know, yeah. I think. I don't know. It's the way it's fucking written in the things. So. They yeah. like to add lots of zeros and shit, don't yeah, they? It's kind of like a sciencey way, I think. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody with no idea. It is going to be then, if that's it, it's going to be 36 billion then. Or 37 billion is what they reckon it's going to be by the end of 2027. Wow. So, in like Sweet. six short years, they reckon it's going to rise from 3 billion to 47 billion. Wow. Busy. So, so what do they know? What do they know? <laughs> that's coming down the pipeline. So, that is, um, that's the news from Ireland and Europe. My Sweet, friend. man. So what about forum news this week? We've got forum news. I went and did a oh. shitload of deleting of uh, inactive members on the site. We got rid of about a thousand people. So if you signed up to the forum before December and you haven't activated your account by confirming your email, you know, you'll get sent a confirmation email and you need to click on that to set your password. If you haven't done that before December, then your account's unfortunately been deleted, but you can sign up again. And I understand sometimes the emails go to junk or something. So make sure you check all the inboxes because it depends if you're on Google or Hotmail, whichever server you use. It depends on which email box it will go to. So make sure you check them all when you do sign up. And if you have any problems, you know, just drop us an email at percysgroom.com or highonhomegrown at gmail.com. Uh, any more news other than that? Oh, yeah. we do have news. We have more. We don't have forum news but we have podcast news the podcast reached 20,000 downloads this week oh yeah fucking that's big get... news yeah that's man. big news man yeah. yeah just a little over six months we did it guys we're yeah. there yeah. 20,000 downloads man that's this pretty huge credit to the entire over 9,000 the whole nice. site Percy's all of our listeners thank you so much pretty soon we're gonna have about 1,000 Thousand downloads. Plug the Patreon. Yes, we do have a Patreon page as well. If you go to patreon.com slash Percy's Grow Room, then you can sign up to become a Patreon and, and the the lowest amount you can give is four twenty dollars. Just four twenty. Now it's like a dollar a week. Get it. You get it? Yeah. We didn't even do that on purpose. That was just a random amount that we guessed. Sure. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so yeah, if you can, I know a lot of people are suffering hard times right now, especially financially. So if 
you can't, then don't feel any pressure to. But if you do have a bit to spare, that can help pay for the bills that we all have to pay to keep the website and the podcast running and buy prizes and things like that. Then it's always appreciated. But no pressure. It's in the link in the description. Click it now. But no pressure. <laughs> no, there's pressure to click things now. Yeah, and the, the mailing list is there as well. And that's an important thing. We're, we're pushing the mailing list every week because we also do Stone and Movie Club now. And the link to the watch party for Stone and Movie Club will go out every Wednesday through the mailing list. And so will information about the show and things like that. So if you want to be involved in the Stone and Movie Club, then you should be signed up to the mailing list. So yeah. make sure you get that link. That's a fun oh. thing. We'll get to that soon, won't we? Mm-hmm. Movie Club. I think that's about it then. Oh. We done? GB? Yes. Anything else? No, that's everything. Sweet. All right, let's, let's do it then. GB, this is all yours. New tune coming, everybody. Brace yourselves. Yes, and welcome to Stoner Movie Club. <laughs> it's all yours, GB. Take it away, man. Yes, Stoner Movie Club was a, a new idea that we set up. We are doing every week, every Thursday at nine. Is it Thursday or Wednesday? I can't remember. No, Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Every Thursday at nine o'clock, we are going to have Stoner Movie Club. No. Um, what we're doing is we are going to put a poll up at the end of every show and we are going to decide on Wednesday what we are watching. Oh, yeah. This week's movie choices are How High and Half Baked. Pick so Half Baked, everybody. Epic movies. Movies. <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch How High all the time. Yeah, yeah I like How High. Weed. It's both great films, yeah. but come on. Half that's like that's, high that's high why they're winning 50-50. Yeah. yeah, fucking. That's so much good. So I, <laughs> I'm gonna pick the winner if it is a toy. Oh so. right. Okay. Oh, that's fascist, Ow. man. You should bring okay. it to the whole yeah, admin team. The either. admin team should decide. GB. Apart from Mackie. <laughs> no. Don't worry, Mackie. We can. I would just pick the winner. <laughs> Mackie. Sorry. EOS. EOS. Mackie. End of story. Okay. I'll just go on and delete the fucking. Um, I had no idea what you meant then until you told me what you said. Oh. <laughs> EOS. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Is that a new kind of Apple product? <laughs> Maybe we ought to explain to our, but, um, our listeners yeah, a little no, bit about the, the movie club. About uh, it's it's a you have to be a member of Percy's to to actually come and watch the movies with us. So that's, that's yeah, because we have to know your full room name. We can't let you into the room, you know, for security reasons. But. It's yeah, that's one of those things. So yeah, anybody can join Percy's. It's totally free. But you do have to be a member of the forum, and if you have trouble getting into the, to the room, come through Percy's chat room. We're always monitoring that. If you knock at the door there, we'll let you in. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, we watched Up in Smoke was yes. the movie we watched this week. I have cool. to say. Thanks, was... Tommy. Jeech. Yeah, it was fucking epic. We had a couple of fucking... We had a couple of the regulars. And um, four members pop in. Yeah. Uh, it was just, it was a great bit of crack. You know, it was a movie that a lot of us hadn't seen for a long time. And it was actually, I forgot so much, so many parts of the movie. It brought me back. It was great to just have a fucking a sit down session. In fairness, how often can you go to the movies and then like at intermission, kick back, get baked and have a bit of fucking skit with your mates? Well, you man. chat during the movie too, man. You know, we have that, line running. that is, man. Fuck yeah. I can't wait till we have that. <laughs> that I'll no. go to that theater. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Sorry. 
It's so just yeah, yeah, no, it's a great you know? bit of crack. Um, yeah, yeah, of course. What did um? It, there, there was a couple of the lads or a couple of the guys in chat there. What did you think, or what did um the rest of the panel members think? Yeah, I thought it was good, man. I enjoyed it. It was different. I've never watched a movie with people through Zoom before. I'm surprised no, we I could get it done. That was good, man. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. And the movie, well, the movie is just like so much a classic. Though I, I see something. I mean, how how many times have I have I watched that film, and I still see something different, <laughs> new every time I watch it. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. Tommy was great in the movie, but this, this last mm-hmm. time, I guess maybe I was just more zoned in on Cheech and his playfulness in that movie. That he was freaking hilarious, man. Yeah, yeah. Classic, fifty years old. 50 yeah. years, man. A monkey was an adult when it was flipping first out. We were all kids. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Every monkey. You're, you're really putting some age on me there. I don't think that's quite up there. You're a good cheeky bastard. <laughs> I'd been down in the coal mines for three I've years before I seen that film. Right <laughs> I, I remember when that move first came out. <laughs> Monkey Moses do really yeah. <laughs> so yeah so now basically with um stoner movies it is that we're gonna kick back and we have a we get stoned we watch a movie we have a laugh and we chat about it and you it's know? not necessarily just stoner movies as well we're starting out with them but there it's gonna be all different things eventually we're just gonna watch yeah. all, all loads of cool shit be yeah, English patient it. probably yeah, yeah. The Secret Garden. Yeah, the notebook. Can we do Titanic? Can we do Titanic? <laughs> Titanic. You know, there was no need for Jack to die. Hey, I know, yeah. Could have just, she could have just shifted her fat ass over ever so slightly <laughs> on that piece of timber, and he could have fucking jumped up on there too. Like, you have know? you not seen Titanic too, man? Jack survived. He's back with a vengeance. He's <laughs> back. There is actually trailers out there on YouTube, you know, sat- satirical trailers of Titanic oh, 2, shit. where Jack washes up on the beach and shit. <laughs> and he takes pieces of the old wreckage and builds himself a boat and goes back and saves everybody. Well, you know, you just get the Titanic footage and he washes up on a beach somewhere. Then oh, you take the beach footage funny. and you've got a pretty funny movie, you know? Yeah, <laughs> And that's a really low budget way to do it now, you know? Yeah. And you, but how far have you got to get washed down the, the sea <laughs> to go from where there's icebergs to where there's tropical islands? It's summertime now. Yeah, oh, Lockstock's going to be one. That yeah, is definitely yeah. going to be one. And Snatch that's as well. Classics. Uh, you see, Jack Ooh, needs to be class. on the iceberg. And as the iceberg is melting, he's got to be saved in time, you know? I just made the whole yeah. plot right there. That sounds the iceberg like could game. follow the flipping the, the current now, couldn't it? And by the time it got him to a beach, it could be like an ice cube. He would be riding he, an ice cube. His ice cube, put in his drink and, and sit down. That's all. He anyway, would. you stoner ass. So yes. So stoner movie club. Don't forget if you if you're a member of the forum and you're in a movie club as well. Let me know. And we'll give you the movie club bling. I was just going to say that we have some fancy bling. Nice. And we know how stoners like their bling. Yeah, I woke up the next... Well, actually, it was that night I saw the bling cop come. It came fast. Boom. Yes. Sorted it straight away. Yeah, man. Pretty sweet. So I think we're going to have fun with this stoner movie club thing. Don't forget to sign up to the mailing list if you want to join us for the next movie, which will be uh, Half Baked, Won't Eat GB. Or High and Home. Or high, oh, I'm already oh, fucking high. high. Oh, high, man. 
It's a Hell great song I... too, Method Man yeah. and Red Man. Shout out. Yeah. Right, so there we go. Hope you hope you're gonna enjoy it as much as we are. It's gonna be a fun section. Let's go on to the grow guides now. So grow guides this week, we're going to be talking about the dreaded, the, the, uh, what word am I looking for here, man? It oh, it's the, be... it's the scourge of every grower. When you see this, this is the bad one. The bane of the grower's existence, the spider mite. Yeah, they call them the Borg for a good yeah. fucking reason for all these Star Trek. Mm. See, now, I'm lucky, man. I've never had one of these. Me either. I've never Thanks. had one either. Knock on wood. wood. I've not had them in <laughs> cannabis, but I have had them in flowers before. And mm. look, man, they can be pain. They'll, they'll ruin everything if you, if you don't get ahead of them. They're so tiny, though, because you, and you can spray them and they die, but you'll, you, you can rarely get them all. That's the key, because they always are just like, pop mm-hmm. up and then they just they're back yeah with yeah. a vengeance yeah. it's Fuck. like if you get a spider infestation in your house the only way that you can get rid of it is burn that motherfucker down <laughs> that's right yeah the best it's advice we can offer if you, if you see uh spider in your grow tent then just petrol just get a flame torch yes. yeah flame <laughs> yeah. yeah. torch is quicker ones. Of course, okay. we are only joking. joking. Do not get a do propane that. cylinder with one of them <laughs> large burners on that you do the roof. The whole room's gone. <laughs> this is going to be um, a whole series, by the way. For the next few episodes, we're going to be covering the most likely bugs you're going to find on your plants. So this week, we're doing spider mites, and we're going to cover um, fungus gnats mm-hmm. and oh, all the other bugs. I can't think of them right now because I'm concentrating on spider mites. <laughs> but <laughs> for the next few episodes, we're going to be concentrating on bugs and how to identify them and how to kill them off. So, so first off, if you have spider mites in your tent, what are you looking for? Monkey, you say you've seen these in other plants, so you've got experience on what they look yeah. like and stuff. So. First time I saw I had spider mites, uh, I didn't know I had them until I had them bad because mm-hmm. they're That's just one of the these things that they start sneaking up on you. Um, on a, can, a cannabis plant, if you start noticing some maybe some small little white spots or, or, or bad-looking areas on some of the foliage, Check underneath the foliage because the spider mite is a sucking insect and it wants to go up underneath the plant and suck the juice out of the leaf. That's what it's going to do. Mm-hmm. While it's under there, it likes to put these webs all over the place underneath your, your, uh, your leaves too. Those webs act as a place for it to live, to have babies, to protect itself from your spray, to prevent itself from falling off. But basically, if it gets bad enough, your whole plant can be almost entombed in these webs. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the bug itself is so small that you're almost going to need a magnifying glass to see these things the first time. Once you get used to looking for them, they basically look like dust. But once you get used to looking for them, you can spot them without a, without a magnifying glass or a loop. But if you start seeing the small white telltale spots, the sucking marks on your leaves, that's the time to start looking because it hasn't got bad yet. But that's when you, if you can find them, Turn your leaves upside down, look, look underneath them, get a light, get a magnifying glass, look for little tiny, tiny spiders is the best way I can tell you. Yeah. And they then are if you see them, kill them. Not. Yeah. Yes. And they're, they're Squash not. them with your nails. <laughs> if, you, if you catch them early enough, it's not a bad problem. But mm-hmm. that's the problem is most of the time they get away from us. And so now you've got something to deal with. Though. So you're more likely to see the symptoms of them rather than the bugs themselves. Because they're so mites. Yeah. They're, so to- they're so tiny. But if you're looking for the little white dots on the leaves, that's a great way to tell. Just loads of tiny white dots. 
Some people do make this the the mistake that they are um, a forced that they could be are nutrition uh new deficiencies. Yeah, and that's yeah, they make that mistake. That. Mm-hmm. They, I know the damage looks a little like modeled. If anybody knows what a modeled it like monkey says, they suck the juices out. So it's like tiny little dead kind of brown spots, but right. looking they, from above it's it looks like a yeah, it's like if you sprayed some like mm. really caustic shit on your leaf, so it spotted the leaf everywhere. It's it's mm-hmm. not like thrips where thrips look like somebody spit on a leaf. Yeah, this is more yeah like it just looks like a shitty looking leaf, really. Yeah, but they basically yeah. just suck the color out of the little tiny area where they go in there. They just suck the green color right out the leaf. Oof. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll start looking like little almost at first like dust or almost on your plant because yeah, the yeah. spots are everywhere. But some they, ash. I but think then you, they're a lot then you more go to common. look and it, they won't move because it's they're in the leaf. Yeah. In the warmer area. I know like here in Saskatchewan, I've never had them. I know Mackie said you never had them either. Mm-hmm. But I think I read somewhere that they are a bit more uh, issue causing in in the southern latitudes where the, yeah. the weather's a bit better. Because yeah, they like to live uh, around 26, 27 degrees C, which is about the same mm-hmm. temperature you keep growing. Yeah. So, right. And that's why so, they love it in there so much. I imagine they just get frozen here over yeah. winter, right? Mm-hmm. In the wild, there's a lot of predators that'll actually just normally out in my garden, at least. I don't see spider mite problems unless I've been fiddling with things, messing messing around with too much stuff. But generally, uh, other bugs like uh, wasps, bees, many th- many things will let me eat these spider mites. And so, in, left alone outside, there's enough predation pressures on them. Yeah, them nature will just do its thing. The problem yeah. comes when you're in your tent and there is no pressure. Now these things can run wild. And I mean, insects, they re- they produce like massively exponentially. Well, so. one, one mature female can produce a million offspring in a month. And yeah. Put a million, yeah, put a million spider mites in your tent. You're not going to be happy. No. So, so you got them. So, How do we get rid of them, guys? Yeah, how do you get rid of them? ZN, you've got some techniques. I've got a <laughs> technique. I've got the techniques. A lot of people won't like it because it's a chemical. Yeah. But yeah. it just hangs from my light. And anything that lives inside my tent, apart from my plants, gone. So it doesn't even get it's through the door. Scorched earth, man. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm not having it. I had spider mites twice and I had thrips once. And the fucking thrips in my head in, I couldn't get rid of them. I could yeah, not get rid of them. bastards. So uh, I had to do something. So this is what I did, um, and they're called, what are they called? Summit strips, hot shot strips. Yeah, yeah. no pest um, yeah. Like Dr. Yeah. Doom or some shit like that, too, <laughs> I think yeah. is one brand. Well, they're banned in the UK. You can't get them in the UK, so I had to order them from the US. Nice. <laughs> because the US has all these dodgy chemicals. <laughs> I remember when those things came out back in the day. I'm not going to say how old I am that way either, though. But, yeah, the people used to buy those things. And they used to come in this little cardboard box. You would slide a little thing in there and hang it from the yeah. ceiling in a room and it would keep out all the flies and everything. So yeah, if, if it'll clear out a patio outside, dang, it's gonna it's gonna clear out your tent. So if you find these things on your on your plant when it's in veg, you can use most pesticides to get rid of them. It's not gonna be a big problem. But you can also turn up the fans to because that'll blow them and if you can make the environment in the grow tent not very habitable for them then they'll move out to some extent they'll die off they'll stop breeding so if you turn your fans up that will make sure that they can't sit still on the leaves easily 
And if you turn the temps up a little bit, bring it up to like 30 degrees, the plane can handle it for a while, but the spider mites won't like it so much. So that will reduce their numbers as well. I will so, say, go ahead, if you're going to, if you're going to spray something, make sure it's a non-residual pesticide that, so it doesn't get absorbed into the tissue and potentially stay in the plant. There are a lot of, you know, like pyrethrium and these, uh, um, potassium salts and stuff like a safer Zendal type product. Those work great if you're going to be spraying. Um, I was going to say for a less nuclear option uh, compared to ZN's um, effective but kind of toxic way, um, if you're in the the IP or the predatory bug kind of mood, there's a predatory mite called Neocelius californicus. <laughs> it's another little mite. Oh, so that's that's that paste. Yeah, so you can yeah. Google that. There you go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Neo C, I don't know. I can't. It's S E I U L U S. So spider mite bombs. But yeah, they're basically other mites that prey on spider mites and they work pretty well, I, I suppose. I mean, that's what they're for. Ladybugs so. work as well, don't they? Mm, they get spider mites. Yeah, slow, man. Ladybugs are massively slow. The, the, the larvae are better at eating the, 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 the mites and shit, but you're not going to find them. Ladybugs uh, aren't really good for anything, to be honest, man. They piss all over your plants, so be careful. <laughs> all right. And it's, it's horrible, toxic, nasty, yellow-smelling stuff as well. Really? And you don't want to smoke it. Well, I know spider mites, really, they're a soft-body insect, and, and they're not that hard to kill if you catch them early enough. I mean, just yeah. a little, like TG said, the insecticidal soap is great, but if you don't have that, you can actually just mix up a solution of, of regular dish soap and water. Mm -hmm. and take your plants out of the tent and then blast them really good with this material the soap helps dissolve the shells on the spider mites if you can get the plant completely let's say scrubbed with the soap and water you have a real good chance of getting rid of the spider mites that way that's right and if you do that a couple of times throughout the week you know do it like every three days do that again and do it three times and you should get rid of them without using any pesticides like that but you're going to have to also, when you take your plant out the tent, you're going to have to clean your tent because it's still got a spider mite mm -hmm. on the floor in there somewhere. I guarantee it. So you'll have to clean that tent. Yeah. Vacuum yeah. cleaner works really good for that situation. And then come back in with some bleach or something else to kill everything. Mm -hmm. yeah. Petrol and the lighter works fucking well. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, honestly, that's, that's what I would do. If I got a really bad spider mite infestation, I would just bore the tent. Yeah. Well, I've, I've got another one actually this just popped into my head um uvc genocidal uvc lamps oh yeah good call mm. they work too yeah. and they won't harm your plants but they will harm your eyeballs if you That's look at them too. right make sure you turn that off before you open your tent mm. external switch in your tent if i, if I had uvc in there mm. well you can, get, you can you can get commercial well you can even you, you can get commercial bloody uvc tubes and stick them in a standard fluorescent fitting and stick them in your tent Right. You can use a vacuum cleaner as well. If it's really bad and they're crawling all over yeah, your woods yeah, and yeah, there's yeah, webs um, and stuff. Dustbusters work good. Yeah. The only, the only problem with that, they're going to shoot straight out back into the air. Mm. So yeah, you could like turn your whole house into a flipping infestation of spider mites quite easy with a vacuum cleaner, to be fair. Mm. Yeah. But you won't be on your careful webs. with that. I would, think the, uh, <laughs> especially if it had a filter bag in it, that that would should be small enough to stop the mites, though. Mm. Oh, I don't know. I mean, some of them cloth bags, the holes are quite big. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I'm talking about old school disposable filter bag, mm. paper ones, mm. you know. 
Yeah. You know, so yeah, removing off, removing them off the plant in some way by like washing them down with the shower or dish soap or vacuum or something like just to get them off the plant. Reduce the uh, numbers. That'll be reducing the numbers is always a good thing to do because then they won't have so much of an impact on the plant. But uh, if you need to use pesticides, then it's best not to use them in flower, like we said already. If you want to, if you want to do it in flower, then spraying with water will be fine and things like that. Just make sure that the buds are dry before you put them back in the tent. Yeah, you don't want to leave the, the plants wet because that might germinate mold. Yeah, neem will work for spider mites, but I mean, mm, neem oil is good. Don't like to spray it on plants if I don't have to. That's it. You want to try and avoid pesticides at all costs. And yeah. there's homemade pesticides you can make with peppers and onions and garlic and things like this. So you don't have to use harsh chemicals either. It's the chemicals should be the last resort. If the, if your plants are going to die because of these things, then you need to use proper pesticides. Well, let me go ahead and, and, and give you the, my life story with spider mites of why it happened to me. Maybe because what you're talking about right now, Mackie, is exactly how I got spider mite problems the first time I ever had it. <clears throat> I over nuked the environment. You know, right. basically when everything was out of balance, put, keep putting more and more uh, pesticide in there, trying to kill every last bug in that greenhouse, every last yeah. bug. And what happened? Well, I killed every last bug except that last spider mite. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, everything turned topsy-turvy. So what Mac yeah. is saying about limit your pesticides, well, that's, that's for a real good reason. You, you really can't upset your balance and you can if, if you go crazy with this mm-hmm. stuff. I will say there is a really a good product that's called Botanigard and it's it's a it is a spray but you spray it on early in veg and um, it's a fungus that lives on your leaves and when it comes in contact with any bug whether it's a I think it's pretty much any bug so spider mites thrips aphids all that shit it attacks them instantly it's kind of like you know guarded or uh, like bulletproof armor in in a way that uh, it'll stop anything that really takes hold it's really expensive shit and i don't know if you can really order it like commercially but yeah it, it's really good stuff too botanigard it's called it's, it's the brand name it's, it's a it's a species of of uh, bacteria i believe that is a uh, parasitic to bugs Not and, uh, i know kana has a thing i don't know if anybody is used i haven't used because i haven't had spider mites as i said but kana have a kana cure it's a spider mm. mite spray. I don't know. Has anyone used it? No. No. I think what Monkey was going to allude into there about IPM, though, and just prevention. Prevention, just keep your grow space clean. And if you're outside working, don't go directly into your tent. You know, take some oh, yeah, common mean. sense and uh, just don't yeah, try not in to take much in there in the first place. As yeah. much as you can, yeah. Excellent point. I, I forgot that one right there, but you're right. That's the best way not to get spider mites is keep a clean grow room. And what TG said yep. there, I mean, I don't, during the summertime when I have to work in the yard, I won't go near my tent till I literally shower and change clothes first. Because mm-hmm. I'm not bringing that stuff in the tent. I mean, if, like yeah. you said, with an unbalanced environment, if you have just one small pregnant insect in there, it's not going to take long before your tent's going to have a problem. So why take a chance? You know? Better safe than sorry, man. Prevention is better than cure. Absolutely. Try not to infect and, the grow room yeah. in the first place. And, and cheaper, a, before man. we move like, on, uh, a, a good way to tell if you, because looking over a, a big plant with loads of leaves, it can be hard to find bugs and you might not see them at all. But if you use like a, a, a piece of white A4 paper, put that under the plant and give it a shake then some bugs might fall off and land on the paper and that's easier for you to, for you to see them then. Yeah, that's I'll a really good over a way, cheap way to do it too. Mm-hmm. Just keep it. Um, 
The good thing is with a piper, you can crumple a bit of piper up and just set a fire to it in your back garden and then laugh. What is all of these people with the fire in the tent right now going on? It's like, burn the tent, burn the bones, fire. Fire is courage, isn't it? Fire is a universal cleanser. You know, another... Fire. Fire. Diametaceous earth. You have to be careful when using that, really. Because if you breathe it in, it can be toxic. So use a mask if you're going to use diametaceous earth. But that won't really work on spider mites. No. no that's more for things like live in the soil yeah. than yeah. That live on the plant. I find that diatomaceous earth isn't... It gets wet so fast. I water my plants too much. And as soon yeah. as it gets wet, it clumps and it's not effective. Yeah, it exactly. So sharp sand, better. Spraying it on your on the leaves is cool, but like then I got a bunch of white ass leaves that are being blocked. The lights, you know, like, really it seems counterintuitive, that. but yeah, no Instagram pics. The fucking plants. <laughs> right. So we go. Anyway. Is that just about everything on spider mites? Yeah, fuck spider mites. Fuck no, spider little mites. Another knock on wood. Knock on wood. Just a, a, a prevention, a preventative measure with spider mites is. Everybody likes getting clones and things mm -hmm. and oh, yeah. each other. That clones, clones have ruined entire crops. Yep. Purely because they got a cut off somebody and went, Oh yeah, that's gonna be cool, man. I can't wait to grow it is make sure you check or even do like your coronavirus quarantine. <laughs> That's the best thing to do. Quarantine Absolutely. it in another fucking tent or somewhere else for give a couple it, of days. Give it a yeah. Yeah. And, couple of days. And then when you see the, the spider might set fire to the fucker. Yes. <laughs> I'd go at yes. least a couple of weeks on that quarantine. Spider mites, I mean, mm. you, it takes a while for that, that infestation to hatch. Yeah, it does. You know? mm. so if you, it's one plant, though, and it's a, it's a small plant, as like a, 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 a clone would probably be, it's going to be quite easy because they haven't got a lot of flipping real estate, have they? True. Mm. It's only if it's a biggish plant or a like yeah. a, a well-vegged plant or a well-flowered plant you you hardly see you them unless you're really looking. That's you can dunk it in a, a water and a peroxide solution too. I think it, I forget what the exact percentage is. I'll have to look. It's in Jorge's um, cannabis encyclopedia. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he he says the same thing. When you get new clones, mix this solution up and then take your clone and dunk it right under the water, and then anything that is there, whether it's bugs or mold or spores mm -hmm. or whatever would right. be killed by that disinfectant and the plant is okay so good uh, good advice though mm. good stuff hydrogen peroxide actually well yeah, right just seem to remember you know i think jack had, had made a post not long ago about spider mites he had him in his tent but he was saying that he was really kind of not worried too much about him he was going to take care of it because the plants were the bugs were all going to the one sick plant so mm. kind of like you know huh. that, that will happen if you have one weak plant. Yeah, yeah, they that's stay the on one, one that they're going to go get. Healthy plant has a strong immune system Smart and bugs. be able to fight them off. To some but it's not. It's not necessarily that. I mean, uh, yeah, they go for the the weakest of the 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 group. But once they start on a plant, they don't generally tend to spread because they've got all their food there. They tend mm. to stay where they are. Right. Yeah. Unless unless it's uh, you know overwhelm the plant and kill it, then they move to the next. Yeah, one. and then yeah. move on and move right. on. Yeah. 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 Sweet. So there we go. That's everything about spider mites, really. If you need any help, of course, you can come over to PersusGrowRoom.com and we'll be able to send you some pictures. that will tell you how to mix up neem oil pesticides or different homemade pesticides if you want to try that option. But there's lots of different recipes you can use before you go for the harsh, the, the chemicals that are going to 
maybe even damage your planet in the first place. You always have to be careful. Yeah. So we'll uh, move on to strain of the week and do another bug next week. Sweet. Here we go. Monkeys, down to you. Well, guys, what's everybody smoking tonight? Let's start with that. I got gelato OG in the pipe right now. I'm still on my cream and cheese, bro. Oh, species eight four seven two. Critical uh-huh. Jack Sweet. and some strawberry haze. There you go. See, and you on the uh, peyote, are you? I am. Yes. How uh, is that, man? Oh, she is pretty fucking much. Fucking, oh, oh, listen, mate. One and a half plants have got four and four hundred and eleven fucking grams. Damn, I love it, man. I love I've it. got another one Bitch and a half plant, plants but... growing. Uh, like, Epic. what's it drying in the tent? But it's oh, fucking please. lovely. Oh God. Oh. It's, very, a it's a very dark one. Huh. It seems as yeah. if everybody had trouble starting these seeds off in the grow off. That not, not me. I don't think anybody was happy with it. But it, <laughs> people are f- happy with the end result. Yeah, man. They're finicky. I yeah. fucked mine up, and I'm just I'm pumped up, yeah. nervous now. Yeah, massively flipping impressed with these because they went into straight into sow them as babies, as little tiny, tiny, like tiny, tiny, with four leaves, and they stayed in the sow them until like the last week, and there was not a discolored leaf on the two, nothing until like they got to the end of the, the what's it, and they started to go a bit yellow and purple. But there was nothing. I was so impressed. Massively Ooh. impressed. What would you say in there, Monkey? Oh, not much, man. I'm just getting back to the strain. When I had to pick a strain for the week this week, I basically went back to the movie club because guess what? Oh, yes. Xin Chong, they have strains. Let's talk about Maui Waui without the Labrador. Nice. <laughs> Maui Waui, what a classic. It is a classic. You know, that really was a game changer, but it's such an old strain. You're talking about this thing came out in the 60s. But it, it's a pure sativa back in the day when it was bred, at least. And it was really, there's really no ironclad path of genetics. It's basically just, it was just a selected and, and bred and selected until they finally came up with the sativa and named it Maui Waui. And of, all, of course, the first place it was ever grown was on the island of Maui. Didn't take long. It spread all the way across the Hawaiian Islands. It's still considered to be a Hawaiian classic. Now, the thing is with Maui Waui, back when, when this came out, most marijuana at the time were looking at about 6% THC. And I mean, that doesn't sound like much of anything, but I remember that stuff. It could get you high. It was fine. But this was a game changer because Maui Waui successfully put something consistently in the mid-teens. And for that time, you're basically doubling your THC content. So this was a game changer, this one. Uh, It's still grown, but if you're going to grow it indoors, this is one that you probably are going to scrog because left alone, it can go up to 175 centimeters. And I don't have two meters in my tent to do. Yeah, that's crazy. It is crazy. Now, there are some breeders that have tried to throw in a little bit of indica in here and, and, and tame this thing down. But if you're going to grow Maui Waui, I, you know how I am. I'm a purist. Grow Maui mm-hmm. Waui, grow the real deal. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day if it's legal and, you know, the sunshine is outside and maybe I'll, I'll do it there on that one, though. But Maui Waui is considered to be very good for medical purposes. It can relieve things like chronic pain, depression, depression, stress, and insomnia. Now, this was an interesting one when you read about a sativa that they, they recommend for insomnia, but Maui Waui has uh, that overload factor that once you smoke enough of it, you will pass out. 
Mm. It's one of those deals. Now, the other thing that they said that Maui Waui is very good for is appetite. Every, the, every article I read about Maui Waui says it's going to give you the munchies. So if you're mm. a, a medical user that might benefit from, from appetite enhancement, maybe this is one that, that could work for you, though. That sounds Citrus. like something I need to check out. Is there any um, breeders in particular that you would recommend? Um... Yeah, Nirvana's got some. I mean, I, I checked up at Seedsman. They had a few people with it up there. It's not a real common i'm going to say popular strain but i always like to go back to the roots to see where we came from with these things so this is a pure sativa maui wowie if you feel really adventurous this could be your next grow now yeah I'll, i'd I'll, like to see that grow <laughs> i think i want to say twisted just ran some of this i'm not really sure about that though i just he's there's loads of variety twisted's fucking selection yeah and then last week, I said we were going to put up a poll at Percy's about what's monkey going to grow next, because we mm -hmm. had talked about G13, Hayes, or Kim Dog, Kim OG. And that poll is up at Percy's right now, and it looks like right now, I would like to see more votes get in there, but right now it's two to one people are pushing me toward that G13. Really? Mm -hmm. Two to one? Uh, it's two Kim. to one. Over two uh, to one, actually. Uh, looks like that's what it's going to be then. I still got another two weeks up there. I put it, I did a standard Percy's three week poll up there. So, hey, we could have a bunch of people log on, oh, join Percy's tomorrow. No, and we'll it's not going to happen. Oh, come yeah. on now. Well, we could always dream. <laughs> uh, like I already said, I was going to grow both of these anyway. But yeah, that's true. It looks like they're going to run, run the other one next time. Yeah, they're going to pick the more difficult one to start. Off. Stop the steal. Stop the steal. <laughs> storm the capital. Storm the capital. Come on, G man. That sounds like good shit. I'd grow that. I like G like G13A. Like I said, I'm a haze head, but hmm. I don't know. Just that fucking oily, chemi drippiness of that. Fucking oh, I love Chem Dog and anything that's and OG like yeah, that's my vote. By the way, <laughs> it, it will get grown. I promise you. If it's not this run, it will be the one following it. But it will yeah. get grown. You know, it's one of those deals. Eventually, I hope to get to every seed I have. But the only problem is you nice. want more. Nice, nice strain. I'd like yeah. to see somebody grow that. So. Maui, Maui, yeah. and if anybody's on that shit, let us know. It looks like I want to quickly. Uh, just, I want to give a quick honorable mention to a couple of strains uh, in lieu of today, special day, Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. Uh, love Potion number one, Love Potion number nine. Two of my fucking favorites of all time. Uh, like, I have so many favorites of all time. I'm nervous. Love Potion. I know the feeling, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you never like, met a bud you didn't like, you know? Well, it's it's one of those memorable ones. So it's yeah. I don't know if, if anybody's had the Love Potion series, uh, and I think number one is the one that I'm most familiar with. It's, it's like very minty, hard as shit nuggets, um, and yeah, I just <laughs> I don't know. Love Potion Valentine's Day, good shit. Hard as shit nuggets. You heard it yeah. here first, everybody. PGRs <laughs> <laughs> allowed. Uh, it's so good. Such a fun strain that one. Yeah, man. Nice yeah. monkey. Nice. Yeah, yeah. that's strain of the week this week, everybody. We've done a lot of these. If you if you've listened to all of the episodes, then you know let us know which one your favorite has been so far, or if you've decided to grow any because of strain of the week. Absolutely. See one of them pique your attention. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah. yeah. yeah. yeah. Form have been grown after we talked about them, so you never know. You never know. Sweet. Hopefully, if you do let us know, that might be to your benefit in the future too. Hint, hint, wink, wink. No. Oh, Dan, we've got like an hour through the show, and I haven't said through the whole show. Hit that like button. It's true. I've already I've noticed. So, Matthew, yeah. That's the deal. That's why nobody's do that, doing it. Yeah, hit that like button, everybody. I keep forgetting. So don't make me look bad. What you go? Hit that like button. They're waiting for you. Right. So now let's move on to the interview this week. Wow. Yes, man. Pretty cool interview this week with uh, Tony Bevington is his name. He's, he's mm. Philip Anthony Bevington, but he goes by the name of Tony. Uh, Tony was arrested recently. Well, it was last year, wasn't it? I think it was. But it's taken this long to get the court case put through. He was a pretty cool mm. guy to talk to, man. It's, yeah, he was pretty cool, man. He's yeah, pretty switched on for his age as well, you know, because yeah, being 80 years old, it's like cannabis keeps the mind alive or something. Mm. Yeah, As opposed very, to uh, making you lucid. forget everything you remembered. Yeah, well, lucid stoner. Lucid stoner. With him, it's literally <laughs> cannabis is keeping him alive because it's reversed. Tommy's 82 and he's fucking spry as shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Must be mm-hmm. something going on there, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, he's real a interesting, interesting guy. Yeah, because he, he's more than just a, a cannabis grower who got caught yeah. as well. He, he was a teacher of agriculture. He traveled the world teaching all different schools about agriculture and how to grow certain plants over in where they were. Burma, wasn't it? Or Moyama or Loads something? of different places. You mentioned a few different places. Oh, man. Yeah, I wish cool it stories, been man. It was AWOL for this one, unfortunately. Oh, right, right. No, yes. Papua New Guinea. Papua New Guinea. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Papua New Guinea. Oh, that's right. His daughter yeah. was from there, right? His, because his daughter is from there. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yes. That's right. We got to speak with her just. We got to speak to, yeah. Yeah, we took the piss out of her for a little bit. It was a good laugh. (laughs) (laughs) It was actually. Yeah, it was. Good band. So yeah, like two hours we spoke for him, like two and a half hours or something. Yeah, Yeah. it was about two and a half. It was a long one. Mm -hmm. He's a fucking such an interesting. How did you manage to edit this one? Uh, kept the good shit in, man. Well, you know the best shit. Uh, That stuff about the fight with the war they had. Oh, it was yeah. over in Papua yeah, New Guinea, and then the guy who was pointing the bow and arrow at him, and, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he came with that English shit. You know, he was it's like, Oh, that's a funny joke you're having. Come and have a cigarette. The <laughs> 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 guy's got an arrow aimed at his ass, you know. Some good stories, man. Now, take a listen. We'll be back in a half hour. You know how it is. And then we'll talk about it then. Enjoy. Yes. So, uh, thank you for joining us there, Tony. That's my pleasure. Let's start off by introducing ourselves. So uh, we're, we're from a podcast called High on Homegrown for people who grow cannabis at home. And we just have a session every Sunday and talk about news and events and things like that. I don't know if you heard the show before. Trev Coleman and Simper have both been on it. You know them guys from Seed Our Future. I was with Simper a couple of day- nights ago. And you see Trev Coleman got busted yeah. last night. Yeah, we were just talking about that a few minutes ago. Poor Do you know what happened there? I think he thought he was getting robbed, called the police, and they smelt his grow and went in and took it all. Wow. Bastards. Bastards. Yeah, it's not cool. No. Um, anyway, so I'll introduce myself. I'm uh, Mackie. I'm from the UK. Uh, we also have Zombie Nation from the UK. You want to say hi, Zombie? Hi, Tony. Oh, How's hi, it going? Yeah. yeah, good for an old man. <laughs> <laughs> then we have uh, Greenbeard, who's over in Ireland. Hey, Tony, how's it keeping? Oh, fine. I'm great. You're Northern Ireland, I take it. 
No, no, no. I'm down in the south. I, I live in, in the middle of the country. I was chatting to Martin Condon this morning. Oh, cool. Oh, Martin. He's we a know friend Martin. of ours as well. Yeah, Martin's a really good guy. Yeah, nice guy. Yeah. We're in good company then. You're friends with a lot of our friends. <laughs> well, it, aren't we a community together? We're supposed Indeed we to are. be, yes. Indeed. Exactly. I, I like that supposed to be. Yeah, not everybody <laughs> is on the same level. Indeed. No, there's some argumentative Sometimes. buggers in the Certainly scene. is. <laughs> and then uh, one more, we have Monkey, who's from the USA. That's right. you got to jump a little bit further across the pond. Hey, Tony, how's it going? Monkey. Oh, I'm great. Whereabouts? Southeast US, around the Gulf of Mexico area. Oh, nice. Yes. In an illegal area. Yeah. I've driven from Seattle to Los Angeles. I know the patch. Yeah, huh. so uh, let, let's uh, start off with why well, you want to introduce yourself first and let the listeners know who you are. Okay. Tony Babington, 80 years old, a man of many experiences. Uh, I've been a paramedic, a farmer. I've traveled the world. I've worked in Papua New Guinea and Africa for 20 years. And uh, I'm a dope grower, or I was. <laughs> was, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. You grew cannabis because you don't grow it anymore because you were busted recently. Um, I was busted in 1978 first time. <laughs> Oh, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not so recent then. There's a pattern developing. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was busted with 120 11 foot high plants in 1978. In the UK? Yeah, in Cornwall. Wow. wow. That's big. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's start from the beginning. What, what happened after that bust? You, you stopped growing for a while there, or well, did you carry on? Because I was traveling. I stopped smoking and get it, being involved with cannabis. I had other interests in my life helping these kids. So, right. And anyway, in Papua New Guinea, it's virtually a death sentence if you're mm. caught with it. Mm -hmm. So I steered away. away from it. It was more sensible to stay away. But I came back to it when I came back to England in about 2000. I've been a recreational smoker off and on for 50 years. Right. Um, and the scene has changed a hell of a lot since my 78 bust. Mm -hmm. uh, when I was growing then, it was we were just hearing little talks of Cincy Miller and things like that. Mm -hmm. But the grows we did, we just grew male, female together. Who gives a damn? And it was totally different to what it is now. When you were growing recently, you were growing feminized seeds from seed banks. King Kong and Cheesy Dick. Oh, very nice. <laughs> a nice mix. Like a bit there. of cheesy dick. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened when you were busted? Do you know uh, how you were found out? Was yeah, it... my next door neighbor grasped me. Bastard. All right. Bastard. Yeah, yeah, well, I've told him I know and I've forgiven him. Silly right. old fool. It's just Bust. ignorance on his behalf, was it? Uh, he thought he was doing his civic duty. Oh, gosh. So he called the police, told them that you were growing and they come and kicked off your door? No, they. I was stepping out of the back gate with my daughter to take her to work and there's two cops. Oh, we understand you're growing cannabis. <laughs> and I said, yeah, of course I am. It's my medicine. So the, the result was crop gone. A small search in the house. They're pretty pathetic. Yeah. I mean, I was opening... A cupboard and showing them where my stuff was he didn't exactly search hmm. i i was a gentleman yeah you have to be there's nothing you can really do then them two officers called uh, like a van in or something to come and yeah take they all the stuff. filled all their little bags and 
took my lights and a bit other bits and pieces, but they didn't take everything. They left my vents and they still have. Um, and I had some more HPSs. So as soon as they'd gone, bang, 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 I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> a friend phoned me up and said, oh, I've got some cuttings here. Do you want them? Of course. <laughs> so I said, oh, yeah, it was Afghani, um, Thai and African. It'll work. Was that crop successful? No, that, I lost that to them as well. Damn. <laughs> well. They just come straight back, did they? Yeah. Well, oh, wow. two months later and the same process. Um, are you being a good boy? No, of course I'm not. I need my medicine. You took it away, yeah. you bastards. You know, I need, need it to survive. I'm going to die without it. We don't care about that. That It's illegal and you're a bad lad. So they came back just on the off chance that you'd started again? No, they again. began to caution me for the first crop. And, of course, <laughs> <laughs> and they found the second one sitting there like, you haven't learnt your lesson, have you? <laughs> no, they were well pissed off. They were oh. really annoyed. <laughs> so was it, uh, were the police not sympathetic at all? Oh, not because... in the least, not no. remotely. They couldn't oh, no. have cared less. Because we have the impression most of the time about the police just doing their job and they just do this because the government tell them to. You don't get that impression. I think he took pleasure in it, but this is wow. a local cop who's an asshole. Mm. Right, right. Yeah, some guys are just like that. See, you do, you do get some of them. They just uh, they pick easy t targets. Yeah. And fairness, we all know cannabis users are easy targets. They took all my homemade hash as well. I made my own resin. So they just took everything, like not even left you with a spliff to get over the trauma you've just been through. Oh, well, they thought they took everything, but... <laughs> there was a secret little something hidden somewhere. Well, the second raid, they weren't much better searching. It was more me saying, look, I've got this and look, I've got that. I'm trying to run a delaying tactic. Sorry. <laughs> you know, and divert them. And he missed a load of capsules and a couple of syringes full of oil. God, man. Because he didn't know what they looked like. And yeah. he missed my oil production unit, which was in beside my grow room. Well, that's handy. To make matters worse, they went, then went upstairs where my daughter lives with her boyfriend and found a load more and scales and um, bags and things. And of course, they were trying to tie me to them. My daughter's boyfriend was brilliant and cop for the lot that they had. And he was done separately. He's got a year's suspension. God damn. So just... you're not smoking now at all? Have you got weed now? <laughs> I'm not answering that. <laughs> <laughs> we take that as a no. Nor deny. I can't see you, but you can see me. I'm busy rolling at the moment. That's a yes, then. No, I haven't seen anything. It's just a cigarette. Yes. So you've been to court recently? I was there on Monday, video call. Oh, right, yeah, because you couldn't I've been three times in all. I went to magistrates, no plea. Went to Crown Court. I said, I'll plead guilty to cultivation for medical purposes. And they accepted that. But it really took them aback. The prosecution barrister had never seen um, a medical script for cannabis in his life. <laughs> I was, oh, my God, this is a bit modern, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Guy Coxall was in the court and was blown out by that. Yeah, I'll bet. Was, was the, the, the transfer to Crown the, the court's decision because you didn't put a plea in? 
Yes, and that was yeah. my solicitor's uh, intention to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's better in Crown Court anyway. Was your solicitor specifically you know, like a cannabis solicitor? I've got a friend locally. Right. A lovely old Cornish farmer who's been busted with 300 plants. <laughs> so his experience. And it was his solicitor. And he did a good job, but he worked within the law. I would have liked to have been a bit more adventurous. Yeah, pushed the boundaries a little. Yeah, yeah I, I was want, pushing on Trev Coleman's foundation evidence, and he, he didn't want to play ball with that. Right. I, I went for duress of circumstance, no necessity, and he wouldn't play ball with that. I, I, I rushed around and got a medical prescription. <laughs> It's just shocking that you have to go for all that when you're growing a plant harmlessly for your oh, own personal stupid. use. It's ridiculous. Draconian laws, man, designed to protect the manufacturing industry. It's a very political subject, isn't it? It certainly mm -hmm. is. Especially when you've got, like, British sugar giving it loads further off that <laughs> country and uh, not, not having to worry about it at all, supplying the rest of the world apart from the country that it originates in. Yeah, so the way I see it is what we have is economic discrimination, mm. pure capitalism. If you've got the money, you can yeah. get your meds. If you haven't got mm -hmm. the money, you can't get your meds. So the poor are ground down still further. But the right. thing about my um, kidney failure, which is what I took it for, is that <clears throat> cannabis has proved really beneficial. Mm. My kidney counts have skyrocketed to really good levels. I've also been able to throw away my blood pressure tablets at the pharmaceuticals. Oh, until you had all that stress from the police. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I said you on a, an interview on Cornwall. Cornwall Live. <laughs> Cornwall Live. You mentioned how you was going to go and smoke up on your garage later. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> I'm going to go up on my garage roof later. <laughs> I just think the whole thing is asinine. I do believe that the government intend to legalize cannabis but on their terms mm -hmm. I really agree. do you think do you think this whole coronavirus thing has got in the way do you think it would have been done already if it wasn't for corona i think it's played into their hands yeah. it's an ideal opportunity for them to introduce more draconian laws clamp down on the whole population yeah um introduce all sorts of other laws along along with brexit that is does mm -hmm. our american friend who is name i've forgotten monkey monkey yeah do you understand about brexit um somewhat uh i've, I've had to listen to the other other panel members talk about it enough so i do understand <laughs> oh, okay it's a huge <laughs> mess and it's man we're from the uk and we don't understand it <laughs> yeah I, I know i know as much as they can tell me put it that way brexit well, i don't think anybody understands it mm -hmm. but that and covid have really played into being able to allow our government to implement a whole load of mm. really nasty laws yes. under the cover yeah. so we don't even see it happening wow well, they, they, they they kind of introduced them all on the secret as well didn't they mm. they rushed them all through and now everything uh, like local councils and stuff local like areas have been given powers to do all sorts of stuff until and it's July or more coming they're introducing um less restrictive uh, employees rights and things like that yeah that was always going to come it was one of the reasons they wanted to uh, have brexit in the first yeah. place yeah yeah you know these these workers got too many rights yes so what's next for you then tony after the court case is it all over now yeah well I, i'm 
fired up to be even more um, active. I'm now media officer for WTU. Okay. And I want to get WTU and CEDAW Future together. And I want to travel around England when we unlock to talk to people who don't know much about cannabis. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, to put it bluntly, I've come out of the closet. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've got a notice in my window, for the, which is right onto the street, which says I am a cannabis warrior. Well, that's it. Once the police have come and got you, you've well, got I've, nothing well, left to lose, to then. lose now. That's it. They just come and poke in the bees nest, don't they? <laughs> well, if they bust me, I'm looking at two to three years in jail. Oh, that, really? and that's not going to happen. That would be a massive media. The media would be all over it. It needs and quite a few people like me to stand up and be counted and mm. come out and challenge authority. Yeah. I, I want to try and get onto some of the government's um, panels, the committees, so that I can be speaking as an expert. Yeah, that's right. And you academic enough. Yeah. Instead of government information. Well, I've done it before when uh, you probably none of you were born. But when um, Citizens Band Radio became illegal in England after the Americans imported all their um, CB radios over here. Good God. And I was chairman of the whole of the United Kingdom protest group. Really? Some of our listeners are going to be like, what's a CB radio? <laughs> <laughs> I know. 10, 10, till we do it again. <laughs> oh, I met my ex-missus on the CB, actually. <laughs> ex. Yeah, X. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the CV's fault. And I want to write. I wrote in lockdown my autobiography. Awesome. Which I finished with my bust. So there's another book to come. Has it been printed yet, or is it? Oh yeah, it's on Amazon. Oh sweet. So people my, can go out and find that now. My Wings of Destiny. Awesome. So just search on Amazon, My Wings of Destiny, and you yeah, will find it. Yeah, it's a story of my life. I've had an amazing, interesting life. That's um, right. You've done a lot. I mean, just reading this one article from Cornwall Live here, it says you've done so much. I was a paramedic. I had my own self-sufficient farm in Cornwall. Um, and I've traveled the world as an agricultural teacher. Mm. And I've driven. i traveled a lot. My, my wife died in 1987, so I sold the farm. And I drove, flew to Toronto and bought a car and drove to Vancouver nice then drove from Seattle down to LA uh, no it must have been a nice time yeah I spent about six to nine months doing that just driving wow yeah playing lots of music and hanging out with a lot of hippies it was wonderful <laughs> awesome. so and I did um, seven years in Botswana I was in a, a school that was 400 miles from a shop in the middle of the Okavango Delta, up wow. right on the edge of the Kalahari Desert. Fuck me. You wouldn't want to run out of a packet of fags, yeah, would you? <laughs> tough shit. Go without. So that must have been, like, tough times out there. Oh, I did loved you, it. Did you live there for a long time? Two years. Wow. Both the temperatures Once you like... got out there, you didn't go back shopping for a year. Hmm. It just... Because it was a 75 mile an 
a 75 mile trip in a boat through the swamps Ooh. with crocs and hippos and elephants and god knows what else oh. <laughs> wow that, um, what, what year was that in uh 1995 oh cool so i was thinking it might have been sooner before we like ruined the planet and there's still lots of wildlife left Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've encountered elephants a couple of feet away. Wow. Nice. Lots of snakes. No, snakes I don't really do too oh, No, no. It doesn't sound entertaining. The elephant was kind of cool. But yeah, still... I was liking the elephants. Yeah, a bit no. terrifying still. You know, the one word of them gets would angry. go out in the school. <laughs> Get Mr. Bevington, there's a snake in the girls' toilet. <laughs> 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 and they'd call me and I'd have to go in and catch the snake and remove it. Did you ever get bitten by something nasty? No, I've been close mm. to a black mamba yep, bad one. and a yellow cobra. It doesn't even matter to me if it's snake. I, mean, I, don't, I don't care if it bites or not. Well, the black <laughs> mamba could be about seven feet long. What? Did you tackle it in the girls' toilets there? No. No. <laughs> I was out in the bush with the boys and uh, it came at me and they killed it. Whoa. And was she scared? Was she terrified? <laughs> no, <laughs> I respect snakes. I don't fear them. All oh, right, yeah, exactly. Good I just respect it. nature and stay away from it. <laughs> and lots of weird diseases too. Oh they yeah. Have, they said um, when you hang your t-shirt up on the line, make sure it's dry, and when you bring it in, iron it because there's a thing called the putsy fly, which lays its eggs on the t-shirt, and then when you wear it, it comes out and burrows in under your skin. Oh, excellent. <laughs> This <laughs> is the sort, sort of thing you want. <laughs> oh, well, God. I've had ticks and um, scorpions on me. Uh, that's it when you're living out in countries like that. There's just so I love dangerous it. animals. I love it. I think yeah, it adds yeah. a little bit of spice to life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Keep you on your toes. Each to their own. So, where did you go after this? Was Uganda, you said? Botswana. No, Botswana. Yeah. yeah. Where did you go after that? I went to a tiny island in Micronesia near Guam Wow! called Ponape. Did two years there. Man, that must have been, I like island living. That sounds cool. Well, I, I went back to Papua New Guinea and while I was there, I went out to live with um, a load of traditional living Papua New Guineans on an island called the Duke of York Islands. And uh, I spent quite a bit of time there. But no, I loved it. And... It changed me, made me a hell of a different person. Yeah. It taught me that when you look at someone, you don't judge by what they look like or what their life is like. Just mm -hmm. because they're different doesn't make it wrong. It just makes it different. Yeah. Good way to different can be a good thing, man. Spice for life. It's a very salutary lesson. I went back to Papua New Guinea and did another five years out there. Um, I confess, working on an oil palm plantation. All right. How was that? Interesting. Mm. There were f 5,000 Papua New Guinea employees and 15 white guys. Wow. Wow, that must have been huge. It, it was called New Britain Palm Oil, and it was richer than the government. Ooh. Wow. Just that one company. Yeah. And we had an island and we turned the whole thing into an oil palm plantation, chopped all the traditional rainforests down. Lame. Made me very sad. Yeah, I see that. I hate when people do that, destroy what we have, thinking they're going to make it better. How can you make 
it better. It was but now some, untouched. Some, some clever bloke, uh, I don't know, he's probably a government scientist somewhere, has now decided that the best thing to recycle like uh, the, the atmosphere and the, the, the environment around us is trees. So they've started planting uh-huh. them. Yeah. What, what is this? What What is this tree? Yeah. This the tree you speak of? Apparently, it recycles you, did, like uh, carbon uh, dioxide for free. The ones that were no, in the way. Yeah, those. Did somebody actually from a government department come out and say that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, moist. Good Lord. It was round Elon Musk, I think. Yeah. yeah. I was sitting yeah. in a hole in Papua New Guinea that they'd had a tribal fight and smashed the school's water pipe. So I'm sitting in the hole mending the pipe and I turn around and there's a guy fully ready for war, painted, and he's got a bow and arrow drawn on my back. Oh, oh shit. So I looked at him and I speak pigeon, Melanesian pigeon, very fluently. How, what, how's that sound? Oh, name belong you one him. Name belong you Makai or no God. <laughs> no way. Cool, man. Cool. Handy if and, you need uh, it. I looked at this bloke and I sort of thought, well, if I run, it's far too much of a temptation. He'll shoot me in the ass. So <laughs> I turned and said to him, uh, nice joke you're having there. Come and sit down and have a cigarette. <laughs> a proper Englishman, that is. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> I've got loads of arrows after the tribal fight. Ooh. Well, you picked them up or they shoot my out. <laughs> I picked, picked them up. They sat me Pulled them out of himself. One <laughs> <laughs> out the leg, one out the shoulder. <laughs> they sat me under a tree and I watched. What was it like a big fight? How many people were fighting? Two or three hundred people each side. Whoa! And you just sat watching it. Fuck me. Yeah, well, I'm white. They wouldn't hurt me. I, I wasn't an enemy. Wow. What? That must have been a battle. That's like, you can't get that shit on pay per view, bro. I got photos <laughs> of it. Wow. Wow. That'd be. It'd be... So what happened? That would be like fucking gangs in New York. No. I suppose they were. Uh, they they were. there under a tree watching it. <laughs> live action video game thing going on here, you know? It must have been scary to oh, see, though. God. Not really, because I'm protected. I'm not anybody's enemy. Mm. As long as I don't take sides. Yeah. I'm okay, but that business of taking sides is quite difficult. Mm. I came out of around the school one day and I found that cook's wife lying on the ground he'd broken both her legs the cook broke his wife's legs yeah yeah she'd pissed him off and so he broke her legs that's quite common whoa but i could i couldn't help her because if i did i'd be taking sides so i had to leave her and go and get help wow i got a lot of stories but if you read my book you'll see the stories yeah it sounds awesome man i have it done and dusted (laughs) i have ordered it on kindle and then I have a comment on paperback. Really? It's just going to take a week, two weeks. Nice. So, Sweet well, one. having met me, you'll uh, it, enjoy it more. Yeah, I suppose so. Definitely. I will. Yeah, because oh. you'll see me in that context. Got an actual conversation with this guy. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and we'll be able to hear your voice when we're reading your, your like things you said. That's always cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Puts things into perspective. You've spoken to the person. Sweet man. Yeah, so it's been a pleasure. We should let you go there, Tony. I'm fine. Yeah, that's it's getting. Oh, look at that beautiful dog. Oh, you got dog? Hello, Ziggs. Dog? Oh, no. Hello. We like dogs. We do. He's gorgeous. Ziggy. 
Ziggy, come here. Come and say hello. It is a he, is it? Or she? Ziggy, he. He. Oh, he's Alsatian. Oh. Lovely. Nice. He is gorgeous. He's a good boy. <laughs> I had to lock him up when the cops came because they were frightened of him. Hello. Yeah, I'm sure they were. I yeah. wouldn't have locked him up. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I can hear Miner out there now going fucking bananas. Mine's asleep behind me. He hurt his is foot he... today when he was walking. He done and caught his claw on something, I think. Made his foot bleed. A house isn't complete without a dog. I, mean, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Monkey, do you got a dog? He's gone. Monkey? Hello? I GB'd. Oh. I'm, I was muted. I GB'd. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, sir. We're cat people. Oh, I like cats too. Yeah, we do have one. The wife, she was raised with cats. She was more comfortable with cats. And because we like to travel, it allows us, you know, we can, yeah. we can leave provisions for the animal for up to a week and she'll do just fine by herself. It's not like a dog. Oh, no. a dog yeah, they do take constant care. Week, the house is going to be a wreck. I've got another dog and he had toothache recently. So I gave him some CBD and he slept for three hours. Feeling better afterwards, yeah. Fine now, mm. yeah. Amazing. Nice. I, you see, they, they are like, I don't understand this. This is sorry, this is what I don't understand in Ireland. The vets will give CBD oil and fucking things like that for dogs and cats, but a fucking doctor won't give it to you for give it to, to me. Well, go to the vet. You know? I asked. I looked at me a bit funny. Tell him it's for the dog, and it's a big dog. Just yeah. teach your dog how to like limp, and exactly. <laughs> take it to the vet and be like limp, and have him limp, and then they'll give it to the dog. But you can take it instead. It's all good. Dogs having trouble. <laughs> the, the dog has arthritis. He's on fucking stronger medication than I am. Yeah. Oh, CBD and what do yeah. wonders for arthritis. Anyway, guys, I think I'm going to say bon nuit. Good night. Well, I, Very good. Thanks for translating that, because uh, I, I didn't know what you meant. <laughs> no, I didn't have my translation app open at the times. So. Good night, well, long you. Yes, man, it's been it's been lovely speaking to you. I've enjoyed it. We, we wish you the very man. best. And if you need any help with the, you know, the Thanks letting people know about. What you're doing when the COVID's over, you're getting you know, uh, any yeah, talks you're doing, things like that, let us know. People around the country to get a room, a hall, mm -hmm. and I'll come and do a talk for them. Hmm. WTU did that when they started out and it was very successful. Yeah, it sounds like a good idea. We're getting groups like Skeptics in the Pub or something like that and we'll make it smokers. <laughs> hmm. hmm, we might be interested. Well, we had a meeting here in Cornwall. And they had two cannabis plants, and we were all stoned out of our brain. <laughs> <laughs> and that was nice. in the village church nice. hall. <laughs> oh, <laughs> love it. I love it. Oh, dear. Have a That's what I want to do then. Grab anyway, the I'm, I'm going to leave you. You are. Cool. Thank Great. you for having well, me. Thank you very much. We'll speak time. to you again soon. Thank Good luck soon. with everything. Thanks very much. Pleasure, Take care, guys. Thanks yeah, for having me. Good night. Thanks, sir. And we're back. Yeah, it was a cool interview, man. Tony's a cool guy. He was great. Yeah, he was. Yeah, you missed out, TJ. It was a cool one. Commanded the room very well, spoke extremely well. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, he described what happened to him. I was like, you serious? Your neighbor did that to you? Yeah. I was. And the fact 
the fact that he fucking forgave him. True. Mm. Already forgave him. He is him. a fucking right. better man than fucking me, mate. Because if my neighbor done that to me, I'd burn his fucking house down. <laughs> Again with the fire. Again with the fire. Again with the fire, man. I will label wow. this. I will label this episode pyrotechnics on high yeah. on homegrown. Yeah, pyrotechnics on high on homegrown. You know what it is? I have a very fancy candle in front of me here, and I can just see the flame flickering constantly. Just keeps fascinating. Him. <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, Tony does have a book called uh, "Wings of Destiny." It was mentioned in the yeah. In, in the interview, Ooh, was so Judas Priest reference, maybe? Sad Wings of Destiny Shadow? I don't know. But, um, that's, that's it is, it is a good there. read. And Judas I, Priest is awesome, though, man. I downloaded it myself and I had um, I yeah. probably about three or four chapters into it. I just See. haven't had time to finish it, but it's 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 a good book so far. I believe okay. it now. Right, Jay, you're breathing on your mic there, mate. It's going to happen. It's a premonition. So, yeah, and you're still, you're still breathing on your mic, bro. Oh, shit, I moved it again. Sorry, guy. <laughs> <laughs> right, so... You can uh, have to smoke with a bastard microphone stuck in your face. Yeah, well, I like the... Mine's on, like, one of them arms, man. Yeah, I know. Oh, nice with a pop yeah. shield oh, and a condensed mic yeah, and yeah, shit. Look at all professional I'm, over there. I'm, like, woo, woo. I'm very yeah, fancy yeah. now. Look at me yeah, with man. my fancy mic. Yeah. And my fancy yeah. 4K monitor. And yeah. this a beast of a machine that fucking lets the internet run out on it. It should, it should do internet by itself. It should have the internet <laughs> on it. You know, this is the beast. <laughs> well, that's one have the internet on it. It should have a full download of the internet. Bro, <laughs> yeah, I downloaded the site the other day. I told you a hard backup, and it's fucking eighty gigs, man. Eighty gigs. It's mm. a big site. Anyway, yeah. So thanks for joining us. So we'll move on to what the fuck was that? ZN, it's down to you. It is down to me. Um, today. Actually, today, with one hour and four minutes remaining before we started the show, some member at Percy's Grow Room got the answer. <laughs> oh my goodness! You know, oh my goodness! After after literally a whole sodding week of me replying to everybody, I'm gonna click. Oh no! What the? F- oh, click now again. Shit, man. So, and yeah. who was it? It was um, Stuti or Mr. Two Watt, as he is now. Yes. Known. Um, and he, he, he wanted it. to be called because he changed his name from Stuti to uh, Mr. T, T Watt. He wanted it like a twat in some way, so I made it <laughs> yes. in, in less yes. of a less of an offensive way. Very nice. Very yes. nice choice. Very cool. Yes. <laughs> I, I thought it was the names. amount of flipping uh, uh, what's it his lights were putting out but I wasn't going to say anything <laughs> uh, yeah man so give us a shout on the forum drop me an inbox and yeah. we'll send you some yeah, yeah. well done yeah. they're not easy to guess these never even called they're not. The well they are recently the three in a row have been guessed so mm. I've been told I've got to up my game my yeah, game you have to. You here, here, here is the old sound then let's find out what it was and then Zian can tell us what it is Okay, CN, what, what the okay. fuck was that? Uh, what the fuck was that last week was the the, the, the main door to Groom Lake, Area 51. 
I knew it was a fucking big hanger. Well, One hanger door. Everybody said hanger. Somebody said Cheyenne Mountain. But good guess too. Don't forget we. What was the flipping tangent four twenty on last oh, week's show? Oh, you do that too. You tied it in, didn't you? Ross uh, Ross no, not by it. Look, yeah, why not? And nobody, nobody even went there until today. Yeah, that's just sorry. Why did you talk about that? I read a thing today in the paper that didn't they fucking say that UFOs or something? There was some. Okay, I'll come back to it. Give me a second. I'll find <laughs> didn't it. they say about well, UFOs? Say something something. About UFOs at Area Fifty One. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there was something about it. Give me a minute. I'll find it. You're not on about all these flipping stoners. So why GB does that? Let's take a look at oh, this yeah. week's sound. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> That's somebody holding £1,000 of £20 notes in his left hand and £2,500 of £50 notes in his right hand and slapping them together like a deck of cards. Correct! Yes! Finally! <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> no. I've got to be close, though, right? That was pretty fucking accurate. That was pretty that, damn that close. Descriptive. Very close. Very, very close. Very, very, very close. Z shaking his nerves. <laughs> 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 uh, it's, it's loads it of money. It could be from the Daily Mail, so maybe. Oh no, no, it forget it, mate. Pinch. Forget it. Yeah, the Daily Mail's not that bad. It Daily is... fail, bro. Daily <laughs> fail. Yeah. But it says <laughs> that the Pentagon admits that it has been testing wreckage from a UFO crashes, including a possible memory metal. Uh -huh. That experts claim may have been recovered during the 19th. But you got to understand oh. when they say UFO, they mean unidentified flying objects, and it exactly. could be anything, you know. But yeah, right be saying, I don't be saying it's necessarily a fucking an alien fucking. But it could be. And a Russian plane from the war. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. If right, it's so. unidentified, it's unidentified. But we yeah. were we we bitched about this last week, and you we kept on saying there is no such thing as UFOs, <laughs> and they have just fucking said it, my man. So, right. so it must be true. It's a good job you didn't put that on true for spoof, man, because you would have daily file or Facebook can't be wrong. Right, no, so let's check out that sound one more time so you can have a good listen and get over to Percy's grow room and win yourself some beans. Just like the last three people who have well, Matthew got two sets because he won twice. And now we'll send some out to uh, Mr. T Watt and see if you can win some for this week. Here we go. Listen closely, everybody. What the fuck is it? Guess over at PersysGrowRoom.com. Ready for the tangent, everybody? Oh, tangent 420. For 20 oh, no. minutes, we discuss something. And this week, hmm. we're going to discuss the zombie apocalypse. This yeah. is my fucking thing. This, this is, is, this is yeah. so. Hold on, you still got twenty seconds. Don't start yet, GB. Don't start yet. We're just warming everybody up. Is there gonna be a zombie apocalypse? And if there is a zombie apocalypse, would you survive? And if yes. so, how? Right, it's a zombie apocalypse, GB. This your thing. Do it. Yeah, I do think that there is going to be a zombie apocalypse. I think. Personally, personally speaking, you know, all of these shows and movies and everything, I think they are just there to psychologically get us ready. <laughs> to let us know, yeah, this shit is going to happen. I, and I'm already preparing, man. You know, How are you preparing? Like, there's, not, 
that not a fucking living thing can get through and, and a dead thing could get through my <laughs> safety barrier around my house at the minute. You know? What yeah, do you think, I, CG? Is I have coming? seen cats fucking very closely getting fucking this caught by the dogs because they've run and tried to get through a what was a hole in the fence and bounced off some fucking wire and went, oh shit. <laughs> TG, what are you saying? Is there going to be a zombie apocalypse? Is there going to be a zombie apocalypse? Probably not. I'm telling you, man. It's, it's the start of the pandemics. You know, it's the start of the COVID. It's got to be COVID-29. It's the zombie strain. Like People are getting sick, sure, but zombies are another whole thing where they're trying to eat your brain and like fucking Resident Evil 28 Days Later and that shit. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think we're pretty far. I don't know. Maybe. It's I, uh, possible. Definitely possible. You know, bioweapons and who the fuck knows what all these secret scientist dudes are doing. Maybe. Probably exactly, not. Exactly, man. What do you think, it, Monkey? Is already zombie deer? What's um, Monkey thinking? Stuff. Zombie apocalypse. I would say maybe we, I would think we would probably look at some kind of a breakdown of society possibility, more of a Mad Max situation, and, yeah, yeah. but less of a germ that's going to actually do genetic changes to us to make us crave. And I don't understand why always, but crave to eat someone's brains, but it's always brains, it seems like. Because they must taste so good, right? Really? But they don't eat their vegetables. Like meaty jelly. Then they never eat their veggies, though, <laughs> ever. I guess the zombies in Resident Evil eat deer and, like, pretty much anything that's alive, right? They just eat it. Mm. But, yeah, but no, I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. Zombie apocalypse probably, thing. No, not. not so much of a fan of that theory. <laughs> I mean, good in movies, I'll, I'll give you that. And, you know, enjoyable to watch him beat the hurt, beat the horde and do all that stuff. But, uh, I don't know. I do think, I do think. <laughs> it, it is plausible it is plausible because as you said look at all this whack shit that they do in labs that they're not meant to do <laughs> you know and this well, shit can't get out or it can be just like so say say you say you have one of these fucking wackadoodles like scientists that's like i have to save the world the only way to save it is to kill everybody on it i just don't think there's you know? we have the technology like there's nothing that i like and again, I'm not in those inner circles, but like that'd be a crazy substance to be able to do that to a human and basically break them down to just basic, uh, basic function. Motor functions. Like, mm. I don't know. And I mean, what would be the purpose of having that or something like that around? In the first, there's lots of questions that have to come before that actually have in, in Umbrella Corp. I guess there. But there are. Different. It's war, right? And Aren't there some like kind that. of a fungus that attacks a ants? Yeah, that is true. Like that turns yeah. them into some kind of a zombie thing or something. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, you know, there, there are pathogens that control the way brains work as well. You know, toxoplasmosis. That's yeah. it. It gets excreted by cat piss, I think, and then rats pick it up, and it, yeah, it goes the... through them, and then. Yeah, it gets into the the rats through soil or something, and then the rats are more attracted to the smell of cat piss because the larvae stage of the toxoplasmosis lives in the intestines of rats, and then it moves up into the intestines of cats. So the rat is like genetically programmed because of this this pathogen to sniff yeah. out cat piss, and then the cat eats it, and then the larvae gets into the intestines of the cat. So it's essentially. A zombie rat, you know, oh, yeah. his, his brain has been taken over by some kind of pathogen that's making his behavior. Yeah. 
change. I've turned him into a crackhead for cat piss. Everything is plausible. So it's when it happens is how are, are you going to survive it? As Steve said, I know I'll survive. Oh, man, I, I am. Definitely. I am prepared. I don't know, man. Now, as best so we many... can be in Ireland, sorry, because we don't have fucking guns and fucking cannons and shit. So, like, there'll be no zombies in Ireland. They're all staying. Cannons. What, what zombies are we talking about as well? Are we talking about That's original black and white 1950s fucking no, uh, not, Night of the, the Living Dead? dead or are we talking about Resident Evil? It could be a mix of everything, and it's not even saying them all black and white ones, they got no chance. I mean, I am yeah. legend, also, same thing, zombies there, so take your pick. Mm. I like the faster zombies, they're, they're, in, they're more interesting scary. to watch, yeah, oh, they're, yeah. They're better. oh, yeah. yeah, like the World War Z ones, yeah, yeah, yeah they would. I never watched that, I should be, eh? yeah, it's a good movie, that is. I like World it War is Z. not a bad movie. I like the zombie yeah. stuff. It's, it's, it's probably true. somebody... Like Woolly says in the conversation, spice. Turning them all into zombies, isn't it? Mm. Mm. When they, when they legalise the all is. drugs, everybody's yeah. going to be like a zombie. Synthetic cannabinoids, <laughs> man. I'm supposed to be with a basalt. And it was kind of, you know, upsetting. Yeah, Landel, my good man, you can't prepare fucking that easy for dragons. You know, so <laughs> no. And if there is dragons, I'd, it'd be cool if I'll, there I'll was happy, dragons. Yeah. I'd like if there was dragons, especially know? if I could find a couple of little babies like she did in that flipping Game of Thrones shit. She didn't find Excellent. them; she had them. She was their mother. She was, she Do was you even them. Game of she Thrones? She was giving them. Get them right. She was giving them by the ambassador. Was, yeah. yeah. So with the, with the zombies, right? So we've established they're going to be like. The Resident Evil quick ass zombies, not gonna be the nineteen fifties ones. Shit, because it I would, would be say... like twenty twenty in that. I'll just walk away from the. <laughs> I like the Walking Dead zombies. They're the ones I like. Yeah, that's pretty. Cool. They're kind of quick enough, but they're also slow as well. But they can go fast mm. when they want to. So GB, what would you do? You look on the news, and it's like the undead, the dead are reviving and starting to eat people's fucking schools. What are you doing, huh. GB? I would lock down the the perimeter. The castle. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fucking the force thing. As I said, I'm already kind of prepped. Yeah. You're because oh, you're more out in the sticks, we lock down. We haven't got any coke. I mean, you see, that's the thing. Yeah. This is this is one of the reasons yeah, why I good. moved to the sticks. Just in case the yeah. zombies come. What one? That's kind it, of the reason. It was on like, the list. I have yeah. a fucking. Yeah. It, it was one of the reasons. There was four things I had on the list. That was it. Four reasons why I picked out here in the country opposed to living in the city, and nothing was to do with amenities or fucking boy. <laughs> it was. So I could grab my own weed without having to worry too much. Um, the zombies, if they ever came, I'd have it more than enough fucking <laughs> thing. And that there is not that many people around me, so I would have a good chance. Because mm-hmm. um, that's the main problem is people. That's, that's the main thing. And then for the put and for the boys, then they 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 had the other two reasons. That's it. So like it's. What about you, monkey? What are you saying? <laughs> zombies you come. You see it on the news. And the down the road from your house, man, what you do? Well, I mean, first of all, you got to figure out how to kill them. I mean, or or at least stop them. I don't know, kill them, stop them, whatever. Silver uh, bullet, let's do it different. Yeah, well, I mean, silver bullet, off. back off the head, uh, gunshot yep. to the brain. It's, it's, I've seen it. Everything's different, so it depends on how you would kill them. But if them, if them quick-ass zombies, I mean, you're going to want to have to barricade in and, and unfortunately arm up. 
you know. CN, what are you doing? Uh-huh. It's a, it's a toss-up between a chainsaw, a nail gun, or, like, armoring <laughs> up the van and just driving around and chopping yeah. them up. Evil like, Dead yeah. style. Yeah. 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 So a nail gun doesn't have enough range. I am skilled mm. with my tomahawks. Yeah. Mate, you spill like a cat of coke over every show. Oh, Who, me? How are you allowed to have a tomahawk? <laughs> Very easy. <laughs> uh, I've got a couple of flipping, uh, rapidly flipping, fast, uh, sharpened um, meat cleavers, but I have to get a bit close with them. See, I think the only way you're really going to survive if anything like that kicks off is to head out of any city, you know, far away from everybody, because yeah. the main problem is going to be not the zombies. You could probably outrun them, or they could definitely trick them. You know, <laughs> they're not going to be very smart, right? It's going to be the other. Well, unless they're smart it's, zombies, which we don't. It's know. all them survivors. people looking for resources so they don't that's, die. Is what that's you're going my to question, man. That's fluid. Like, how do you? All those things are said. I don't like. I don't have any guns here, and I know where to get them. But so does everybody else, and. Mm. It's a long ways away to the uh-huh. store. But they did. If, if it was like they're down my street, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't barricade because I don't have enough food here for like two days, let alone. Galando well, says, the... yep, Mackie, how do you survive alone? But this is it's not this even is worth surviving alone. <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. You know the way you're going, like you're, you have to protect yourself from the other people that are going to be fucking coming to pillage you. Well, where are you going to get your stuff? You're going to have to go and pillage off somebody else. Like, yeah, it'll be a doggy dog walk. Oh, no, you just wait no. until the, 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 sure the zombies have had their first ripping bites out the neighbourhood and then just go to the neighbourhood houses when the zombies have like, moved and on. And eat then. their bodies. No, eat their bodies. I'll you're going, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's turning off their fridge, are they? It's not like we've had all the power cut or anything. Oh well, yeah, that would happen pretty quickly. Eventually, it would yeah. happen soon. But the, the infrastructure of everything. Do you would think that people would like be cut through, or do you think people would actually maybe band together or something like? That? At the start, I, I, mate, yeah, people will band together. Actually, like, yeah, we yeah. can pull through this, but then when resources start running out and there's no food yeah, to feed tribal, the kids, things are gonna get fucking to nasty, with, man. it is going to. But like, if you if if it was, if it did go down to it, if it goes into groups, the likes of like fucking, it, I, a lot of us live in the country. If you don't live in the country, if you're in the city, if you don't get out of the city, you have to get out and get into the country because it's the only way that you can completely that, sustain yourself. But that's also what everybody else is going to be doing. There's plenty of land out there. So maybe we should everybody can, everybody can grow their own fucking crops to sustain their own fucking. Well, I've been watching them YouTube videos, man, where them guys dig them holes and make swimming pools and shit. So I'm gonna dig one of them underground holes. It only <laughs> takes like 20 minutes on them YouTube videos. Don't think it's gonna take long. Yeah. What you can do after lunch, you know? You know, and you, all you need is a stick. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. 20 minutes. <laughs> You're in Canada. I mean, I hope they don't eat the, the you know, the power worker guys because. If the power goes out in the winter, ain't nobody mm-hmm. gonna survive very long. Yeah, <laughs> you're dead, man. You need to move south then. That's, I mean, I don't know. We're not talking specifically about zombies. I just, yeah, like there's a lot of other shit that would come with a zombie apocalypse, but oh, pure zombies, fair. yeah, shoddy man, fucking blow their heads off. Like, yeah, the frontiers uh, people done it before, before they had power. Yeah, yeah, but they there's... wasn't built on an infrastructure that ran on it. No, but exactly, again, you yeah. see, this is the thing. It's very easy for us to go, like, if the power went and if everything went, it is very easy for us as people to go back to our primitive ways of having Not to with the population without, we've got. 
Nah, it, we, I know people it, we need to lose a fuckload of people. Grass or cook like toast. How are they supposed to? Yeah, I suppose some people do think their food comes just from the supermarket. They don't understand the guns <laughs> from. You would be surprised. No, yeah, no I know. Back. I know. Yeah. I actually know people. <laughs> yeah. that I suppose kids... as you mean as humanity, we would survive, but the general population would not. Well, people with more well. knowledge of where your food comes from are going to have much better chance. Yeah, yeah. because well, you know, then it's just survival of the fittest, then, isn't it? It's the survival of the most useful. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I can literally walk in my backyard and pick things out of the out of the yard that I know would would be edible right now. Can and then someone will come that. rocking up to your door and be like, "I see you growing tomatoes, boy. Mm-hmm. They're mine now." I go, "Oh no, here, take these. <sighs> these are lovely. Yeah, isn't it? Motherfucker, out of you, and you're gonna die, bitch." <laughs> was an apple, huh? Survival of the friendliest. I don't know if that's so ever gonna work. It'd be dogging that world, man. I, I think. I think we were always just a few days away from breaking down to our animal instincts and just tearing up the whole world if shit went tits up. See if we had one of them EMPs or, you know, from the injection and all the electricity was wiped out. Man, it it would get nasty very quickly. There was a TV show. I can't remember what it was. Your man from Zoo was in it. But that was all the power had gone out. Mm. Like, it was, there was nothing coming back. Two episodes, two series. It was a good show. Don't know. I like the men's. Oh, yeah, I do remember TV, that. You know? <laughs> All the, it was some kind of a. It was like was bugs, it? like little kind things a, in the air that sucked all right. the power out. They literally sucked the electricity out of anything. Yeah. Yeah. That would like if if something like that happened, you're gonna have to just go back to your basic things where like, you, everyone knows like fuck it. Well, okay, not everyone knows. But I remember. But like, you know, if you want meat, you have to. Yeah. You know where roughly where you can get me if you need it. You know and it's hard to catch them animals, man. It easy. is, and it everybody is. else can be catching him too. That show, it was that was. That's a, why I say it's easy in the country. Thing that sucked the electricity out. It was supposed to be a weapon that got away. So that's the zombie apocalypse that I would think would probably be more likely to happen. I mean, something that we created and gets away from us, kind of thing. Hmm. But you see, like this, all of this can happen if we go into if AI gets too far. AI is going to save the day, man. AI can also rue the day, and it was, yeah, 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 you know, and like that's the thing. You won't know because AI will have so much freedom and control eventually that like just people will it be over? People won't see it, and then exactly all of a sudden this is going to just turn, and it'll be too late, and it'll be the end of the world. John Connor, bad. where the fuck are you? Really? Mm. No different world line, mate. <laughs> AI eventually <laughs> right. is going to do yeah. something that's, you know, somebody's going to use it for evil eventually. Jeez, it's a big old that complete fucking tangent change, isn't it? From zombies <laughs> to fucking <laughs> Terminator. No, but we're still going into like an apocalyptic left. kind of situation. Now. We just got away from the zombies. Mm. Now we're in electronic. And that's I, I do. I think maybe there could be, like, if, there, if they don't, isn't it enough? Nuclear fucking things that would do any impulse if you, if you, yeah, a nuclear, a big enough nuclear blasted in the atmosphere will send an EMP down to wipe down, wipe out a city. But if the coronal mass ejection from the sun, which happens sometimes, man, apparently the the last one we can remember, I think it, yeah, was that in like 1912 or something? No, that was in 1989 or some shit. Okay, got hit hard, didn't they, Teague? 
Yeah, it knocked the power out in Quebec for like a long time. And lots of people. I think it was in winter too, or something. I can't yeah. remember. I should probably know about that. But, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was intense. But there was a uh, apparently there was one in the early days of radio where it wiped out a shitload of radio. But you know we haven't had a big one at yeah, all since we've had this the, modern ci- ci- uh, civilization. Civilization, yeah. One which you can wipe out continent electricity. That's crazy shit. That yeah. that would be fucking serious. The entire province yeah, so, of Quebec suffered a blackout. Holy fuck! That was bigger than you, I thought it was. You think, Mackie? Think of like if you know the great that like mini ice age that hit like fucking the UK was it back in the late eighteen hundreds or something mm-hmm. where everything froze up and that like picture that hit now. Yeah, yeah. And if if the, the power and everything went, we don't know. Like there could be another ice age just ready to fucking blow. All of, none of us know what's happening in the next ten years in this planet. Mm-hmm. Because know, nobody has really known. Year. Yeah, nobody has known. stands, then there's one Jew. Yeah. And then, like, you look at this, like, isn't there, there was meant to be a polar fucking, some polar flip. It's meant to happen every every fucking 60,000 years or something, but it hasn't happened for, like, fucking 800 and something thousand or 700 thousand. It's like fucking... Yeah, and Yellowstone's going to blow up. How do they know it's supposed to happen every 60,000 years, then? Because they, the iron in lava changes direction every certain amount of years because of the way that you know because right now they're all pointing north but when they flip reverses the magnetic field is what happens yeah Yeah. well you'd know teach you're a fucking geologist and the magnetic field even wanders on the earth it's never so one minute and 40 seconds left the north yeah and i I don't think a zombie apocalypse as such would come because i don't think zombies would happen but i can definitely see in the future that something will happen where this the whole core of civilization breaks down yeah we're all fucked we all have, we'll to, have to start over again yeah well, in the zombie apocalypse though you, you, they pretty much eat themselves out of existence because you know mm. yeah. yeah well i will say i don't think the zombie apocalypse is coming but if it does i hope it's man-made i.e like a resident evil kind of 28 days later type of scenario mm-hmm. and not uh evil dead type of thing even though Evil Dead's a funny haha movie with you know Ash and shit, um, those Deadites, man, if it's supernatural, we're fucked. <laughs> so, so what are you saying, Sian? Hmm, I don't know. I don't... I... Galando makes a good point about the AI. What's it? I know we're talking about zombies and shit, but uh, AI needs electricity, so that ain't gonna happen because all that's gonna be gone. Mm. Um, zombies, yeah, I can kind of see it coming. I definitely see it coming, but I don't know if it's going to be zombies as we kind of think about it. Mm. I think it's just going to be like a bunch of like over the top people going mental. <laughs> there we can't get what they want. Have you been watching politics in the states? Where we're it was kind of politics related. Yeah, I ten mean, seconds. This, 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 so that's this, it, everybody. Let us know what you think. Got everybody in the comments mental. below. Mm-hmm. We're moving on to truth or spoof. Yes, like and subscribe. Truth or truth spoof or truth. Spoof. The truth or spoof this week, because we hit 20,000 downloads, I thought we could talk about the stats. Ooh. Here we go. So three statements, two are true and one is false. And uh, we might as well just begin right away. Question one. 
High on Homegrown has downloads in every US state other than one. That state is Wyoming. Okay. Question two. Less than 5% of the downloads of High on Homegrown have come from our official webpage on Podbean. And then number three. High on Homegrown has more downloads in France than all of the countries in South America combined. Okay. So there we go. So some random truths or spoofs. What are you saying, TG? You want to go first? Sure. I know any of these. <laughs> oh, okay, let's take the old uh, magic eight ball out and uh, <laughs> shake. Remember those things? Those are oh, yeah. I know somebody who used to do their, their kind of day by them. By one mm-hmm. of them. Really? Yeah, it's <laughs> really sad. No. Bit. <laughs> They're just cutting no. into your time twisted, uh, oh, TG. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. I don't know. Yeah, we go on for anyway. Than all the countries in South America, probably. I'm going to say probably number one is false. It's probably like fucking Rhode Island or some shit. <laughs> that would be, that would be a Mackey thing, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'll go <laughs> false, number one. Number one for TG, Monkey, you're next on the list. Oh, why me? <laughs> I'm just writing it down in random order. Right, blah, 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 blah. So I'll write all four uh, down. So I don't I'll know. I just have to go one at a time, man. I'll start in the middle. Uh, Five percent downloads, Podbeam. I know that's just our load page, so we get everything comes off of other servers as well. I'm going to give that true. Um, somehow or another, I remember you talking to me about stats, and I remember France being mentioned. But you know what? I was just not paying that much attention. What? <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> and then High on Homegrown has downloads every state. You know what? When you read that one, I just had flashes of that's a Mackie. So I'm, I'm, I'm going with one. I'm going with one. Ooh, we're wrong. <laughs> Monkey's going with the Mackie, apparently. Okay, CN, start to you. Well, I was going to go for number one. See? Because I kind of thought that too. And that was my instant thought. But Uh-oh. we're not having you with the flipping, like, cleaning up again. So I'm going to go for number three this time, although it's probably right. I'm going to I'm going to split the decision and go for number three. Number two, I know is right. Okay, GB, it's on you, man. Um, well, I was going to say number two until fucking ZN said that. No, but that's only so, me. I know is right. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have thought fucking to. That that doesn't look true. I don't know about three either. <laughs> and two, I don't think we have our one. We don't have. I'm gonna go with one because I don't think we've we have had a download from every state. Oh. I don't think so. So that's what I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with one. Four. <laughs> Nobody picked number two other than Richard and Matthew Alton there. Okay, and uh, Twisted number one, Bundertaker number three, Gunner number three, Chilbert oh. number three. Boy, he's right then. Me today. Did somebody not pick number two? <laughs> no, no, let's on the see panel. What happened? On the panel did. No. Nope. Let's oh, reveal oh, one wow. of them. Here we go. No. Oh. 
number one is true. That means TG, Monkey, and GB, you are unsuccessful this week. Oh, we have got downloads in every state in the US other than Wyoming for some Ooh. reason. And I, and I would be oh, there like, come on, Wyoming, that. download some episodes, but there's nobody from Wyoming listening. So. Well, that was the, <laughs> pretty hard to get a audience. That was the policy, actually. No, come on, <laughs> everybody. Cowboys. Come on, so Wyoming. if you know somebody in Wyoming, yeah, share the podcast with them, because then we've like completed the whole of the USA. We've got downloads in every state. We're just waiting for that one. Do all of Canada? Uh, anybody yeah, anybody I, in Wyoming, I didn't just get them to download one. I was just looking for good ways to... Get stats right That's... now. We'll bring it down to the 50 50. Sorry, Rhode Island. They're totally just three of the bucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. Let's go for the next truth. What's it going to be? Ping. Less than 5% of downloads on high and homegrown have come from our official. Oh my God. Just 4.7%. Oh, uh, I put God. so much work into that. <laughs> it's only 4.7%, man. Lame. So, yes, there we go. ZN, you yes. are successful this week. There you go. Yes, I'm back so. on form. Yes. yes. Look at that. High and Homegrown has more downloads from France than all other countries in South America combined. We've got 13 downloads in France. Yeah, because French people know how to grow weed. Ah, ah, maybe they reckon anyway. They know how to do everything in France. Yeah, so oh, France, come wait, on. Wait, wait, I know some wait, of you French wait, guys this, are listening. What is this I'm hearing right now? An unclean slate? What? What, what is yeah, this I'm hearing? Shut up, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I will mute you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of like the only reason I went for number three. Well, I knew it was a possibility, and I do remember him talking about those numbers, but. Okay, listeners, you have to understand, we get a lot of stats thrown at us by Mac. Yeah, <laughs> Some, somebody likes his stats. Yeah, and unfortunately, yeah, we don't always... I won't mention any names. Well done, though. Good job. Yeah, only 13 in France out of 20,000 downloads, man, sir. So come on. Come on, France, what's wrong Everybody with Everybody in every country, everywhere, share the podcast with your friends. Let them know about us. Sweet. So there we go. Well done, Zian. Thank you. Uh, until next week, I will try again, you bastards. I will get you next time, Gadget. <laughs> next time. Start of quotes. Shit. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> That's the quote. Yeah, man, like I had a thing to do, you know, where you talk, man, where the cat talks. I want to, I got a thing to say, man. I was going to say it, but I oh. forgot it, man. What was that, TG? You had something to say, but you forgot it, man. <laughs> no. I just, yeah, I uh, forgot that I remembered to get my quote. <laughs> right. So I was like, well, I thought I didn't have it, but now I do. Yeah, I know them feelings. I don't know. It's one of my favorite kind of quotes. It's, it's. I first heard it in a song. I forget what song it is. It's by Tom Morello's uh, solo project, The Night Watchman. Check it out if you like some folky protest music. Um, and this goes a little bit further. And it's a pretty common, commonly said saying, but it's, it's really apt. And it kind of goes... It's, it's in the same uh, realm, I guess, as the three rules that we always preach. But um, yeah, it goes, love many, trust few, always paddle your own canoe. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's so a, like... So it's a rhyme you know, as well. Yeah, yeah, it works really well. Like, <laughs> it's it's a isn't it? shit like that. But essentially, yeah, just don't yeah. be a dick. Keep your fucking elbows up and all in all... You in know, your own lane. Exactly. Keep your keep yourself kind of first and foremost too, because you know you can help people as much as you like, and 
I know I'm saying don't help people, but you can't, uh, you know, put yourself in positions uh, where you need help and, and uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. The Can't look after people good. until you're in the top position. Yeah, yeah. Just take care of yourself, basically. Yes. As well as everyone else. And, uh, yeah, just uh, be a good person. Be a good person. Don't be a yeah. dick. Yeah. Like I said, that translates down to don't yes. be a dick, don't it? It's kind of like yeah. rules. just be a cannabis user. Yeah. You well, just yeah. never know the Stop struggles people are going through. So, you know, just always try and be nice. Some people yeah. are, might be arseholes, but on normal days, they might be cool people, but they might just be having a shit day. So ignore dickheads and shit like that. Yeah. Keep smiling, stay high, and carry on doing your thing, man. Yeah. Pretty much. Yes. Nice, TG. Well remembered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's go on to the outro. Yeah, so thanks for joining us, everybody. A nice, yeah. smooth show from High on Homegrown. It amazes me how we managed to get this done so smoothly every exactly. week, no being problem. so high every on time. cannabis all the time. So. <laughs> We've never near a problem. Well, if you know anybody in Wyoming or France, tell them there's a podcast called High on Homegrown. That, that's super cool. Yeah. So, hey, friends. <laughs> it's not in French, though. <laughs> Yes, man. We are mission now. Get Wyoming. Get Wyoming. Come on. We gotta complete that map. Thanks for sticking with us, man. And thanks for the extra likes and all the support you give us in general. And don't forget, if you haven't already, and you can, the Patreon link is in the description. But make sure you click that mailing list link and you signed up for that. You just gotta put your email address and click subscribe, and it's done. It takes twenty seconds, man. If you know your email address and it's not a long one, twenty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so that's about it then lads uh-huh. I think we're done a little bit later than usual for some reason we just spoke a lot right? a little yeah. bit higher we spoke a lot. <laughs> had a little extra time to get ourselves yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. so I hope you understand how to kill spider mites better and you enjoyed the interview with Tony and you know how to avoid zombies if they ever do arise just, yes. just stay calm move out to the countryside and you'll be yes. safe eventually the zombies <laughs> will run out of food and die <laughs> And then you can eat them. And why do zombies eat brains? I don't know, I, I still wanted to know that. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of it. Could be just it's the base instinct. It might maybe. not be just brains. It could be just maybe maybe they think if they eat the brains, they will get smarter. Oh, there's a head. Mm. Let's eat it. It's a nice theory you've got there. But let's say goodbye to everybody and continue about talking about that. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We'll see you next. We'll see you on Thursday. Oh, Trev Coleman is coming to join us live for an interview about what happened to him when he got raided. He's going to tell us exactly what happens well, and yeah, what, is coming, what is coming uh, with his court cases and things. He's going to keep us well informed about what's going on. So that's live, man, from the horse's mouth. Find out everything. So Epic. Come and check it out Thursday, 9 o'clock. Well, the usual time this show starts. So, you know, well, that Central means we're not Pacific. having a movie club this week then, right? No. Uh, it does mean. Did I say what, yes. Thursday? I meant Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, I keep oh, saying Thursday. On. It's, it's Wednesday. Confused. We're speaking to Trev live on Wednesday. Wednesday. And we've got Movie Club on Thursday. So tune in for both if you've got the time to. Everybody's locked down, so I'm sure you do have time to. Anyway, goodbye then, everybody. (laughs) We'll see you on Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Wednesday Wednesday for Trev Coleman. Wednesday, Thursday's Movie Club. Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) 
What we do Friday then, boys? Well, we'll have to figure that one out. Um, <laughs> We've got a couple of days in between the show. After the show's over, we'll have to plan something then, you know? Yeah, we're still chatting and shit. So. Yeah, whatever. Change to the goodbye screen. There we go. And I'll do that that intro video. Here you go, the outro video. Outro. Oh. Yeah. Subscribe. Bye, boys. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Have a good one. Laters. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> TVs or whatever like that. Right, catch yeah, you later, everybody. Definitely. Yeah. It's all good. I actually fucking wrecked that. Yeah, I'm here. Stoned, yeah. I'm not surprised every yeah. fucking spare fucking time you've had a chance to, you've been on that fucking long. What's wrong with you, man? Uh, <laughs> You're practicing for the new one. Falling asleep. <laughs> I'm fucking. I'm hitting the hardest, man.